What's up, Facebook? Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday morning. It's February. It's a little bit cold outside, but that's okay. I have been warming myself up. I've been feeling good. I got some thyroid health that Dr. Chopper brought in. We're going to have a huge show today, and I'm excited to have it. I'm excited for today. First of all, everybody who's tuning in right now, give a big shout out to Gardy Garcia for his birthday. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. We said that we couldn't say the age. That's premium content. You have to pay $20 a month to KHEARadio.com. Yes. Click on that donate button, and then you will get access to find out how old Gardy Garcia is. How old is. am I? It's a mystery, huh? So, first of all, I got to say thank you. This is from Scott Pearson. He brought this in. It's a taco exploding kitten, and we have a new, a new taco that's going to be hanging out with us today. We're going to have to find a special place for him. I think I, think I, I know just I it on where. the mic. I don't know. Will he stay? Can you see him? I can't see the shot, but you just see the tip of the, the taco. That's yeah. I mean, all all parts of the taco are beautiful. And then there's a couple other things, and I wanted to make sure that we were able to share this out today. So Kurt brought in some some items, and these are for the birthday joy program, which we are collecting items for. Whether you have you know toys, there's there's books, there's all kinds of things. He even brought a gift card, so we're gonna be giving these away. Uh, to the birthday joy, but we're collecting till Friday the 22nd. If you want to get involved, it's super easy. You can either go get a gift card, maybe to Target, to Walmart, a gift card to anywhere, and literally anywhere, and then you'll be able to drop them off at Abundant Life Christian Center, KHEA Radio. You'll also be able to drop them off at Living Well Clinical Nutrition, Butler's Courtyard, and the Children's Oasis Education Program, which is located in Dickinson. It's yes. a huge thing. Can you share a little bit about what they do at the Birthday Joy Program? I the, think it's awesome. The Birthday Joy Program gives birthdays to kids who are either like in a foster home or who are in a shelter or who were taken from their family and may or may not have ever had a birthday before in their life. And so they throw on this big party. I think they have one coming up this Saturday that we're trying to load them up with toys and and just give back to the community and, and a program that's doing something good for the community. Yeah, so make sure you go ch check out the Birthday Joy program. Uh, make sure that you go to the store. It's a great time to talk to your kids, to make it a family event where you go to, you know, Walmart and, hey, pick out a toy, pick out a toy. This isn't necessarily for you. But it's going to make a big impact in somebody else's life. You know, we're going to pay it forward. And I've been doing that with my son. I know I'm going to take him again today to somewhere else. And we, we went to Party City. We went and got party supplies. So, like, plates and balloons and even little knickknacks and toys. So that way they can use them for these birthday parties. And you know what? So my daughter's birthday party, we had something over the weekend, right? And we had leftover plates. So my wife was like, well, we're going to open, open them up as we go instead of just, like, opening up everything and setting them out. It's like, okay, we'll open up a little bit at a time. We'll open up a little bit at a time. And so that way we actually have some that we're going to be able to take from my, my daughter's birthday party and, and they're still brand new open and use them for the birthday joy. Yeah, so you still have all week up until Friday to drop off toys either here at KHEA Radio located in Lamarck, just uh, the Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center in League City, Butler's Courtyard in League City, and Children's Oasis Foundation located in Dickinson. Any kind of toys. Yeah, and also, if you have a business and maybe you want to donate your services, you know, there are places that have group birthday parties, like martial arts studios. There's places like jumping, trampoline, fun houses. There's all kinds of stuff that maybe you have a connection to. Why not tag them in this video? Ask them if they want to get involved. Donate a party. Donate an event that they'll be able to, to use for the birthday joy. It'll make a huge difference in some children's lives, and that's what it's all about. You know, it would be a... It would be a shame if we didn't use this platform for things like this. This is what I believe 
we should be doing as a community, and I love that we're going to make it happen. Yeah, KHEA Radio supports the community, and we're so excited for this. Thank you to the Birthday Joey program. Go give them a like on Facebook. Find out what they're doing. Yeah, so, okay, right now it's 837, and we're going to be getting into this. We have Dr. Choppa in studio, and he's been hanging out. Hanging tight, and you're excited. You look excited for today. How are you doing? Dude, I'm fine as frog hair. You know that. Frog hair. That's, us- that's usually the response. <laughs> that's, that's, but have you ever seen hair on a frog? <laughs> you know, I haven't. That's because it's so fine. It's so, so fine. fine. I know you're doing good, Dr. Chaba. <laughs> so you had, you had brought this. You kind of pulled it out your pocket. Do you normally keep this in your pocket? What's up with that? You know, you know I, I, I just I had a reason, a feeling maybe that we needed to have a little, uh, you know, go time this morning. And so no, I'm just doing some experiments with it. Uh, and I like the when I go on my morning walks in the morning, I noticed it was a little brisk and cold. I don't know if anybody noticed that it was uh, chilly this morning. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, and so apparently I didn't get the memo. So I walk outside. I feel that brisk punch in the face i'm like i'm gonna go grab me some uh herbs to keep me warm and that was just the one that i grabbed and uh so i'm just uh, when i go for my warm walks i just take a few doses as i'm you know in stride and it just turns on my juices gets things rolling and makes, that's cool uh, and rocks my mojo back into place so me and the dog you know uh hike it for about 30 to 40 minutes and um it's been fun so that was why that was in my pocket and i thought Maybe we'd share it this morning and talk to it a little bit. <laughs> Kurt, did you already take yours? I did. Ethan. Ethan decided not to. He Ethan? shook his head and Ethan. said no. That should be a part of me. the intern, like, you know. It's required. Ethan, it's, you need to take this. It's good for you. You don't get a choice. You know what? Can I turn it down now? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Ethan. Proud so, of you. Yeah, the, you know, the, but the, um, the whole idea of, of getting healthy, I think, starts in the morning. You know, uh, after one, did you go to sleep and did you get good sleep and how did you wake up you know feeling in the morning did you wake up wake up feeling more tired and restless or did you wake up ready to tackle the day i feel pretty good this morning I, I, I felt good once i had my bang energy drink yeah, oh. but we won't mention that in front of dr Shapa. oh my gosh hey what dr Shapa, I'm, I'm noticing something also that's going on today you moved the taco closer to you is, I, uh, is that well, because you want to eat the taco uh, maybe it's taco tuesday <laughs> And it is Guardy's birthday, and, uh-huh. and so I was thinking about the birthdays for the kids that we could fill up a pinata and, and and put it in the giveaway basket, and some oh, you know lucky a... kid could beat on a pinata. Hey, you know what? I just got a text from Justin West, and he's well. First of all, Justin, he said happy birthday. Thank you so much. He said your fancy cameras make the the window look really dirty. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Uh, touche. Touche. Justin, come fix it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a lot going on this morning, Doctor Chapa. I'm excited to to see this like heart monitor situation. I don't know that I'm now that I'm a year older. I'm not sure if I'm ready to get on that. I think we may have to get Kurt on there because what if things aren't the same as it Wait, was yesterday? I, I, I should have done mean, this before. I we should have done this before I drank that Bang Energy drink because I feel like my heart's going to be racing now because I'm on energy. Well, I mean, here's the thing: the heart gets first dibs on all nutrition. So you know, Jennifer and I are going to be teaching at our Nutrition 101 class this week. Uh, Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we encourage everybody to come out to Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Be a part of, you know, getting healthy and staying healthy. This is Heart Month. We're just bringing awareness to the power of your heart. And and you want your heart to get first dibs on all nutrition. So, yeah, when you put that Bang Energy drink in there, it could definitely uh, rob you of key nutrients, minerals, and uh, cause some, you know, fluctuations in the way that your system is performing for you. So, so here's something else. Solian said Dr. Chapa <laughs> would put carrots and apples in the pinata. Is that true? 
Have you ever done that? I have never done that, but I like your thinking. That could be really powerful as long as they break that thing open soon. Otherwise, you know, they could potentially go bad. <laughs> that would be weird. Have you ever had pinatas at your, your like a kids party or a party that you've been? Oh yeah, been at? of yeah. course. And there was it was filled full of candy and, and sugar. The kids, you know, break the thing open and they go crazy. Just, <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah. one of the most you know this. climactic moments ever. Whenever you see the uh, the, the children just go nuts yeah. over the candy, you know, and, you know, and I will say that you know as much as remember. You know, our kids aren't, you know, we don't raise them in a bubble because we know what happens when we do that, right? Is they they might wind up rebelling against all of all things health. And uh, we wanted to, you know, create and operate in a level of balance that, you know, uh, we all need at some level. Now, the sure. older I get, I, I, I really don't indulge in like candies very much. I find, you know, cheap candies. So, like, I have this stuff called Spry in my office, which is a xylitol alcohol sugar, uh, mint or gum, that has fi- it's a five-carbon compound instead of a six, and it doesn't stick to your teeth, and bacteria can't latch onto it and eat it up. But what they do is they grab hold of the xylitol molecule, and it basically causes them to uh, starve because they can't digest it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. And so it actually has been proven to prevent dental decay. So, pretty yeah. neat. I, I mean, I don't want dental decay. You know, somebody asked me what I wanted for my birthday. I said a new toothbrush, like one of those. Sonicare, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling I, you, that's the magic. My wife asked me, I said, I want a Sonicare toothbrush. I'm just, I'm, real, I'm really so big on th- dental hygiene. <laughs> you know you're getting up there in age when you get excited about toothbrushes and kitchen appliances. <laughs> please, yeah. to that please, God, never let me get that old. So, <laughs> yeah. Here, turn this It'll this happen way. for you, Kurt. So, okay, right now we have 28 seconds. Uh, it's 8.43. We're going to go on the FM as well. I'm going to turn this auto off. Let us know what do you have going on today. Feel free to share this video out. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, I see some people saying happy birthday. Thank you so much. Cody Garza was one. I said, Cody, you can't see it because it's, it's been cold outside, but I got my PMA shirt on. Shout out what? to Premier Martial Arts today. Uh, 10 seconds, and we're going to rock and roll. This is KHEA Radio. Share this stream out. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And it is Tuesday morning, 8.44 a.m. It's a little bit cold outside. If you're out there, grab a jacket, grab some thyroid complex, and, and go walk the dog, <laughs> whatever you got going on. We got Dr. Aaron Chop in studio. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And I'm excited for the show today. Hey, uh, Dr. Choppa, first and foremost, Gardy's birthday is today. So I think we should start out on the FM by singing Happy Birthday to Gardy. I think that's a fantastic idea. We've got Ethan in the I'm, house. Oh, that's well, if Ethan's us. singing. And, and then we, we've got Jennifer Withy over here uh, that's hanging out with us this morning. I think we can make this happen. All right. Ready? So everybody in your cars, you got to be singing along. <laughs> and Gardy. on Facebook. And on Facebook. we got to hear right. the entire city of Lamarck singing Happy Birthday. <laughs> this is going to be okay. awesome. Happy, Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I you over there. Happy, Happy birthday, dear Gardy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Happy birthday to you. And many more. <laughs> I almost pulled everyone down and just had Ethan there. <laughs> just so I could hear that, that beautiful angelic voice. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Hey, look. Solian just said she's, I'm singing along. As my professor <laughs> is teaching. Hey, that's, that's what's awesome. up. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Solion, for that and everybody else. Y'all, y'all are awesome. 
Again, if you haven't watched any of that content on the Birthday Joy program, make sure you go watch our, our Facebook page. We're going to be posting about it again today and one more tomorrow. We're collecting till Friday. If you have toys, if you have birthday party supplies, anything that you would use for a birthday party, gift cards, you know, you can use them for the Birthday Joy program. If you Google that, go watch our social media. You'll be able to see how big of a deal this is. We're excited to do it. Yes, so excited. Hey, Dr. Choppa, um, what, what's, what's going on? What have you been up to this week? You guys staying busy? Oh, man. Uh, we have been bursting at the seams. We're really excited. We've got, you know, Dr. Amber in the house that's growing. We've got Jennifer that's uh, serving up the community. You know, we've got our Nutrition 101 class coming up this Thursday. And uh, we've just, we have been busy. We've got a lot of outreach things. We're real thankful. Uh, you know, we have Ashley's going to a couple events today to, uh, you know, meet some new folks. And uh, and I've even been invited to a couple forums to do some other, like, speaking engagements. And, and so it's kind of exciting to to see the uh, outreach happening. You know, people really are wanting health, wellness, vitality, alternatives to drugs and surgery. And that's everything that we stand for at Living Well. And and so I'm excited to be, you know, a face and a representation of what, you know, God's put in my heart as a, as a vision to help sick people get well without drugs and surgery. So absolutely, we've been, we've been rocking it this week. Is, you know, drugs and surgery, is it sometimes easier that way? You know, because if you think about it, I mean, it won't always work 100% of the time, no matter what you do. But sometimes it's like, man, I want the quick fix. I don't want to have to put in the work. Just give me the drugs. Just give me the surgery. I want to keep doing what I'm used to. If I have an issue, just take it out. Is that easier sometimes? Oh, well, I mean, that's what it seems to be easier, right? But right. every decision requires some level of health loss. I mean, or, or uh, of health that you could be expending inappropriately. So if you get your gallbladder removed, the gallbladder has valuable you know properties in the body and they say that there is a connection between uh, gallbladder removal and an increased incidence of um, heart issues and and so we don't necessarily want to just go in and pull out organs because we have two of them or because we think that the body can live functionally without it that the body can live without some of these organ systems but it doesn't necessarily make it right okay and so we always have to ask a better question I mean think of you know how barbaric it is to rip open the body and to tear out an organ that was designed to be there. And so we have to ask, well, why is that organ system inflaming to the point of a symptom, to the point of a diagnosis, to the point of a need for surgical intervention? Right. You know, um, my my friend, uh, he goes, every time he tears up his knee, his mentor's up in Austin, and he's been practicing, I don't know, 30 years. And um, he calls his mentor up and says, so the doctor says I need to have a, uh, you know, a surgery on my knee. He goes, get up here to Austin as fast as you can. So he drives up to Austin and he spends a day or two with him and his, and, and his doc fix him. And, and so th that's the kind of thing is there's so many things that we have that aren't drugs and that aren't surgery that allow the body to heal at a really rapid rate, whether it's nutritional in in intervention, dietary inflammation reduction, or just good nutrients coming into our body, whether it's water hydration, getting people off the sodas and the processed food and the junk food, the sugars, and going into a place where we create an environment for wellness. Wow. And that's ultimately what we've got to look at. I've had patients with hot gallbladders. I know I'm you know, on the gallbladder subject this morning. But I've had people with hot gallbladders where they have stone formation in the gallbladder in the bile ducts, and they are do, they're going to have to go in for surgery. And we've been able to interrupt that process, support the body a different way, and those people live without the surgery. And they function well. They function great. They pass 
15, 20, three, uh, you know, 50, 75 stones, and uh, they poop them out, and they feel great. And they're like, wow, I never knew that was possible. Yeah. And I think that's the idea. That's the, but there, that's, that's what it is, is you, if you don't know what you don't know, you don't know. And if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, what do they call that? Insanity. That's right. Insanity. Oh, insanity. Go ahead. Insanity. There you go. Oh, Very good. It. Very good. I remember that workout routine that was called insanity. I tried it. I was like, this is insane. Nah, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, Ethan asked earlier, because we mentioned Chapaism, and he was like, wait, what's a Chapaism? We're like, Ethan, you need to pay closer attention. I feel like there was a, cho- a Chapaism in there. If you don't know what you don't know, then you don't know. That's something that I don't think I've ever heard before. It's sad. So it, 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 <laughs> but it's so true, right? And we will all walk around, and people never do what they want to do. They just know, they do what they know how to do. And mm-hmm. so what we're trying to do at our office is to train people to live better, be better, and stay better, one bite at a time, one decision at a time, one get up out of bed and go for a walk at a time, one you know, 16-ounce glass of uh, water first thing in the morning if you, it's a new routine for you. you know, create that new stimulus, trigger, routine, and habit in your lifestyle, and you'll find that a lot of these these new habits that you can incorporate will turn into longevity and vitality and 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 an opportunity to live healthy did you have a question I, I did I, I saw that somebody asked you kind of on that gallbladder stuff um, it says so my gallbladder Johnny says my gallbladder got removed two years ago so I am at higher risk for heart issues well so now don't I mean it there's statistics that indicate that yes there are more heart issues associated with people that have lost their gallbladder and uh but it does not mean that you you might be doing good things for your lifestyle that doesn't require you to have a higher risk for example my dad died of a heart attack at 53 years old does that mean i'm at a higher risk for heart disease just because it's in my gene code well it does if i'm living a lifestyle that promotes heart disease and so what we have to do is start evaluating hey Every decade, your chemistry changes, so you have to change with it. What you could eat when you were 18, you might not be able to eat at 28 or 38 or you know 58 as you get older. You've got to make those lifestyle changes uh, happen. So I'm going to ask this question, and it may seem silly, but I honestly do not know, and uh, there may be some other listeners who don't know, but what exactly are things that people are doing that is just bad for your heart? We're kind of focusing on the on the heart today. It is heart month and, you know, Valentine's Day is this month and we're trying to spread some love and awareness. But what is bad for your heart that, that people are doing and they just aren't thinking about? Well, number one is we are right now. They I was listening to a book this morning uh, and it was talking about that stress pressures of life is 30 percent higher today than it was in the 1980s. We are constantly connected to everything at all times. Mm-hmm. We're digital. We've got, you know, high-powered computers in our pockets. Uh, we're constantly, you know, triggered through a ring or a ding on our on our notification bar to check our phone and look down at it and be distracted by it. Uh, we got emails going off. We got deadlines that never stop. I mean, what happened to siestas from one to three? What we should happen- bring those back. We yeah, should I'm, bring those I'm, back. I'm, I'm Actually, all, now that I'm talking about I'm all for it, right? Yeah. And, and, and the reality <laughs> is this. We have artificial light that's keeping us alive and awake as opposed to operate in accordance to the sun and in and, and our environment and wherever we are in the time zone. And so from a lifestyle perspective, just that alone causes our body to have higher levels of cortisol, which disrupts our blood sugar, which potentially disrupts um, our inflammatory 
pr uh, processes. It disrupts our electrolytes, and it causes us to run in a fight-or-flight response day in and day out. The heart was never designed to be under that type of stress or duration. No organ in your body was. So that's number one. That hasn't. We haven't even talked yet about what's. Do y'all remember what the average sugar consumption is per person per year? I think it was like 300. Pretty darn close. So it's a hundred and fifty. If you don't count cookies, candies, cakes, and ice cream, that only includes the carbohydrate conversion factor from bread, rice, cereal, pasta. Uh, potatoes, corns, and grains, mm -hmm. right? That's 150 to 200. Then when you pack on the sodas, the candies, the cupcakes, the pastries, the the, uh, the sugar, the obvious sugar, now it's two to uh, two, uh, 200 to 300 pounds of sugar per person per year. It's a lot. And that's a lot. So that right there is one of the driving forces that you're putting in salt in your car's gas tank. It ain't going to run well. So if you put that kind of fuel into your body as a fuel source, it's going to rob the body of function. And one of the things that our heart sound test does is it allows us to check the mitral valve, tricuspid valve, aortic valve, and pulmonic valve and see where the glitches are minerally, whether where the glitches are in the B vitamin department, the central fatty acid department, in the adrenal department. We can actually see live what your heart is doing. And your heart has 100,000 uh, beats from this point uh, today to this point yesterday like you just had a hundred thousand beats you just and it's it's mm -hmm. uh, yeah that's right bum 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 and if you if and speaking of kurt if you can feel your heart beating if you have palpitations if you have arrhythmias if you have you know issues where you can tell that something's going on in your chest that's not normal you're not supposed what? to know that your heart is ticking it's just supposed to be in the background doing its thing and and consistently going forward every day a hundred thousand times in a 24-hour period you know the only time i ever do is when it's like super quiet you know if you're you sitting at it? home no you can't hear it but you can feel it against your you know when you lay up against it or your hand against it is that bad no, no i mean if you if you feel your pulse uh checking you know if you if you check your pulse you can feel it beating uh but like it's people will talk talk about having a flip-flop in their chest okay They'll talk about actually feeling abnormalities in behind their 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 chest bones or they feel tight pressure or have anxiety in their chest and when they feel those signs and symptoms that's an indication that you have a check engine light going off something's not right and we've got young people old, i mean i had a, a nurse come in just the other day that was 22 or 23 years old and she's been having palpitations for the last eight months and she can't fix it the doctors can't fix it and they come in and no, no doubt like three supplements it was all minerals we just put her, we resupplied her minerals, which, what was she doing to burn out her minerals? She, when you eat a ton of sugar or processed foods, it robs you of key nutrients, minerals in this case, that allow the heart to fire and function like God created it to. That's cool. Hey, we got a question, and this is from Solion. She asked this earlier, but she, she asked, Dr. Chapa, is the placebo effect real? Yes, it is a real thing. The power of the mind is a real thing. Um, they've done surgeries where they had a, a person that legitimately had a surgery that was crippled uh, in their knee. Uh, and when I say crippled, they needed a cane, they needed a walker, they had some they, they had a debilitating you know, walk. And uh, they put a video where the person could actually see you know, the, the surgery taking place, and, uh, but it was just a pre-recording. But they had a whole team of doctors in the room calling scalpel this, this tool, mm -hmm. that tool. They were going through the process as if they were doing a mock 
a real knee surgery, but it was a mock one. And um, of course, the patient couldn't feel anything because they hadn't all deadened in all this. But what happened is that patient got off that table with no surgery and walked, talked about this powerful surgery that he got to witness and was a part of and never walked with his cane or walker again. And uh, and he, he felt like a million bucks after a, a, a pseudo knee replacement. So the power of the placebo in the supplement industry is absolutely real, too. Many things that I, I say that what we do and offer people is hope. We give people all, not just alternatives to drugs and surgery, but we also give them an emotional boost in that they can change. They can live differently without drugs and surgery and that, that whatever symptom pattern they got, they don't have to live with. But so many people still hold dear to the identity that they have found in their disease instead of mastering the disease. When you master the disease and you don't own it, like what does you know, Pastor Allen talk about? Don't, you know, don't claim disease in your body. You cast that down. You speak to your mountain, mm. and the mountain will fall, right? Well, why are we accepting chronic fatigue? Why are we accepting heart disease just because my dad died at 53? I don't want to die at 53. I got too much living to do. I got kids, grandkids, experiences I still want to have and, and, and operate in. And that's what we and we look people in the eyes confidently, and I can say this. If you stick with our program long enough and you follow through with the recommendations to the best of your ability, you don't even have to be perfect, you're going to get well. Everybody does. Right now, it's 8.58 a.m. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. If you're watching on Facebook, share this stream out. Go ahead and smash that share button. I see some questions coming in. Feel free to keep asking questions. We have Dr. Aaron Chop in studio. We have Dr. Jennifer Withy in studio. Dr. Uh, Dr. Withy, it's your first time to be in here with us. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great this morning. I'm having a good time, enjoying seeing this live in action instead of having to watch from... Uh, Afar. Is it better in here? <laughs> I, I feel like it's better in here hanging out, right, than it, it is on. Is it? Both? I don't know. You guys do a great job on Facebook, and so that people can get the feel of what it's like. The cameras are great, and people get to see and feel like they're there, and so it's, it's awesome. That's Does cool. the camera add ten extra pounds? <laughs> do we look skinnier uh, or fatter in person? <laughs> <laughs> it's just how you feel this morning. Oh, how you feel, guys. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> a little fatter. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was she's so elegant in the way she's uh, throws out diplomacy. Uh, diplomacy. So somebody asked a question, and they asked, "What are the top minerals that the heart needs?" Susie, well, you're throwing me fastballs this morning. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susie's a, a, a long time, a great patient. Uh, her and her husband are absolutely cool folks, and uh, hope y'all are doing well. Thanks for tuning in. So yeah, the the top minerals is going to be you know your potassium, uh, your magnesium. You know, uh, calcium, uh, those are your big your big to dos. Manganese has a strong powerhouse in there. Uh, iodine has a strong function in them. All minerals are used by the heart, and so uh, magnesium right now is one of the number one deficiencies that we're observing, and we're finding correlation between low vitamin D levels and having a magnesium deficiency. Well, right now, any blood test that comes into my office, everybody's got low vitamin D. You know, and, and, and vitamin D is just touted as, oh, you got to supo- support it with vitamin D. Well, you, it's just like anything. The body is not an isolated, you know, path. You've got to give it the full spectrum of nutrients. And, you know, I, I was, I, I, this kind of segues right in a slightly, de- a slight deviation, but it makes the point that vitamin C right now, because everybody's been sick, is being touted as like that new immune product, right? You've got to take your vitamin C every day. Uh, you know, I had a lady come in yesterday, five grams, that's, you know, 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. 
500 milligrams a day and above can cause unraveling of DNA in the brain. It can cause uh, issues with the adrenal glands. It can cause a spastic ileocecal valve where you have diarrhea. And, and it's not the health food that we want it to be or believe it to be. And one of my hardest you know, trials is to help people realize just because good marketing says it's good doesn't necessarily mean that it is. And, and I have to re-educate people. The body uses the vitamin C complex, not ascorbic acid, because most people that take more than 500 milligrams a day of vitamin C, um, they're taking ascorbic acid. And ascorbic acid has not ever been shown to be able to get rid of scurvy. They have to take a full-spectrum vitamin C. The Indians in the olden days, guess what they ate? They ate the adrenal glands as a delicacy. They split up the adrenal glands from the kill, and they would spread it out among the tribes, and everybody would eat that first. They would cut it out and eat it first because it was the lifeblood. They found power there. Well, guess what is found in abundance in the adrenal glands? Bing, Vitam- energy vitam- drink. Not Bing. <laughs> but Bing, uh, uh, oh. vitamin C. Vitamin C in the oh. full complex. It's got tyrosinase, vitamins P, K, and J, right? Uh, and and, and it, the bioflavonoids. Of course, there's ascorbic acid, but it's the full complex. So it goes back to which minerals you need all the minerals that are from green leafy vegetables you know so the the leafier the beefier the uh, uh, the leafy green the be- the better it is it's going to be a full spectrum uh, we use a product that's an alfalfa based magnesium it's a full spectrum multi-form magnesium and that is it tastes like a dirt really but it's <laughs> absolutely amazing for the heart because it's the full spectrum. It gives the body everything that it needs. Uh, the potassium helps electrify the heart. See, the heart is an electrical uh, vessel. And that heart, whenever it is, when it contracts, it's told to contract, right? It doesn't beat because you want it to. It beats because it's told to. And that's due to this electrical capacity in that heart. And and so we've got to get this uh, good, healthy fats from the uh, from big fish, uh, tuna, uh, you know, uh, salmon, good fish, uh, and then avocado, saturated fats, you know, the lard that we cook our bacon in, that could be used as a, as a seasoning to season up your veggies. Uh, the, as long as, you know, uh, well, no, lard is great. Coconut oil is great. Avocado oil is great. Avocados, big fats, big minerals, leafy greens, very powerful for the heart. Hmm. You know, okay, we have a question. This came in from Ashley. She's watching from Louisiana. First of all, she said, God, I feel guilty almost as I'm in my kitchen mixing all the powder, all this powdered sugar. So she's a baker. She has a, a bakery that she runs. And so that's what she said. So she's working for the day. Uh, but she don't also, be, don't feel condemned. <laughs> I'm not trying to condemn you. She also mentioned uh, a question. She said, "Okay, what about vitamin D? I hate drinking milk. Is vitamin D important? And how much should we be getting?" Yeah. So vitamin D is important. If you do a blood test, it needs to be around 70. Uh, the the pathological or the lab ranges that come in say it could be less than 30, and you'd be okay. But we have found that vitamin D at 70 and above helps the body, you know, work immunologically more effective. And so, but if you're thinking, if if the question really is, um, is milk a good source of vitamin D? Is that kind of what y'all are, isn't that kind of what y'all heard there? Or she's wondering if, if how important is it? Is there any other sources? I don't like drinking milk. Yeah. And so um, what we find with, when we take vitamin D into the system is we want to use you know, cod liver oil. We want to use uh, nutrients that are fat soluble. I don't actually use dairy products 
for consumption of calcium, vitamin D, or anything like that because the, the, the milk proteins are so denatured and so inflammatory to the body, they actually, milk does not do a body good, you know? And that's why back in the late 80s, you used to see those commercials, milk does a body good, right? Uh, but now you don't see those commercials anymore. And it's because they've proven that it doesn't. Every country that consumes milk as a dietary source for strong bones has the highest incidence of osteoporosis. Uh, and, and it's really a sad thing. But when you denature the protein in milk, uh, it, it, isn't, it isn't healthy. So, you know, what we look for is looking, cod liver oil is a really great source, you know, for vitamin D. So we look at, um, you know, giving alternate, you know, supplemental uh, vitamin D, getting out in the sun, doing some weight-bearing exercises, uh, very good, staying active, good, healthy blood flow. Uh, it, it keeps your vitamin D levels up. And then when we have to, we supplement with it. And we do have a protocol to help get people's levels up when they're down in the 20s or below. Hmm. What does vitamin D do? What does it do for you? So it basically, if you look at what, it, 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 we're just going to use one mineral, but this is going to be multi, across all systems. But what vitamin D does is it is the gatekeeper. Okay, it holds the key to the cell. So, and I'm just trying to make this simple, but the calcium in this case, in this ex example, rides in on the back of an essential fat okay so the fat is like a taxi service and so the calcium comes in and is delivered to the cell the vitamin d opens the cell and allows the calcium access to the cell for function it's cool i have learned so much about the human body just by having you on every Tuesday, <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm ever going to do with this knowledge. But well, hopefully you're going to apply it and you're your going to be healthy, strong, and vibrant all the days of your life, my friend. That's the plan. Yay. Ethan, what about you? I feel like you're learning over there, right? Yeah. You taking notes? No. <laughs> you're still young, so you're 17 years old, you know, and, and learning learning things that, uh, you know, you may be able to use later in life, right? I feel like you are a nutritionist in the making, I hope not. <laughs> why, why do you say that? His mom is. I, I know. I just, I don't know. I feel like I've heard so much of it. I wouldn't want to be telling other people. <laughs> well, but the reality is, is why? I mean, sometimes you have to wonder, like, whenever, if if you've heard so much of it and you can see that obviously there's a, a need and you have a gift, God's given you a gift, you might you know consider sharing that knowledge. I mean, you are I'm you're the ideal the youth like of nutritionist 17. of health. Like Ethan started running into this the church this morning. And I go, Ethan, you're gonna pull a hamstring if you're running. He goes, No, I'm not. I'm like, Oh, if I ran like that, I'm pulling my hamstring. And that's because you have a calcium deficiency. Uh, <laughs> maybe but, hey, you, magnesium can't, too. you can't drink milk to replace that calcium deficiency. You and gotta all find that it from other sources. And that bang energy drink over there is robbing you of other <clears throat> minerals. Just throwing it out there. Have some cod liver oil instead, Kurt. Cod liver oil. Lubricate every tissue cell organ gland in your to body. We need to talk to Bang, and then maybe Bang will make a cod liver oil product. At least ah. the flavor is. The flavor. <laughs> it doesn't even have it in there. Just the flavor of cod liver oil, please. <laughs> well, no, see, and that's the thing. People come in, and Nordic Naturals is who we, one of the companies that we use for our uh, cod liver oil. And they said, yeah. they called us one day and said, how do you get so many patients to do the liquid cod liver oil? Like we can't get any, we can't even get HEB to get their sell as much cod liver oil as you do. It's and, funny. And I said, well, I mean, I tell them, I educate them. Like the power of a good healthy fat. If there was one thing all of you guys could do today to be healthier, 
is to take cod liver oil because it will touch every tissue cell organ gland in your body. It'll make your brain better. It'll make if, if you're the females out there, it'll make your skin, hair, nail better. And Guardy's like, woohoo! I'm I want those I want too. my hair to be beautiful. I want to have the shiny hair. You and know? Uh, but you know, seriously, like it will it will uh, uh, supply nutrients to every tissue cell organ gland in your body. It is so. It's just one of those little habits that if you just guzzle a tablespoon of te- uh, cod liver oil every day, you're going to give your body a great therapeutic dose. I've never met anybody that came in that couldn't benefit from extra healthy fats. So Ashley just asked this question, and it's still on the same line here. It says, will the cod oil help all joints because I have RA and fibro? Absolutely. So cod liver oil is a great place to start. We might not end there. We might have to bring in other things, uh, you know, flaxes or borage oils or, you know, olive oils. And uh, so, of course, there's other oils we could use. Uh, but with the fibro and the, I think you said rheumatoid, we look at liver issues. So there's, right. the, for you, the, the, the cod liver oil is going to be a, like a, a fire department coming in to put out the fire in the joints, right? But what we really got to do is we got to go in and put the fire out and decongest the liver, making the liver more, the liver, the giver, the giver. Thank you. And <laughs> uh, when the liver is the giver, it supplies the body no congestion, decreases inflammation, and it, it it prevents the body from storing toxins in the joints, which is what's happening in your case. You're storing it in your soft tissue. That's the fibro. You're storing it in your joints. That's the rheumatoid. And in what the only solution they got for you is steroids, pretty much. And, and, and shutting off your immune activation. Instead, we want to boost and bolster your immune system, detox your liver, clean out the limp so that your body doesn't have a need to store that mess. It has a way to get it out of you, and mm. then you will start to heal at a ha- much healthier, faster rate. Here's a comment. This is from Johnny. He said, I've learned more in the last 10 minutes than I did my whole high school life. <laughs> That's what's up. He also had a comment about the bacon grease because some people were like, wait, bacon grease is okay. It's good. You know, it's okay. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. someone from the office commented and he said, don't tell me that. I'll go get a Route 44 cup of bacon grease. Dang oh, well. Hey, hey, you know, hey, but here's what Ooh, I sounds will tell so you. good. I mean, you, we should do an experiment with Kurt as the guinea pig. Uh, I like that. The reality is always the guinea pig. The reality is, is you, your body has a self-governing fat intake meter, right? So if you look at pastries and you look at popcorn and you look at starches, you can just consume this stuff by the grove, and 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 you don't ever seem to lose that that law of diminishing return. It just continues to taste amazing and great, right? Fat, on the other hand. And that's a problem because there's all those empty calories coming coming in causes our body to malfunction and to break down. One of the things that happens with the fats is your body, when you get to a, a level, your body shuts off your desire for it. And if you push past it, you'll get an upset stomach. And, and, and that's your body's way of preventing you from over-consuming good, healthy fats. But <clears throat> in the ni- 1980s, we, <coughs> we demonized fats and one of the things that happened is we decreased the fat consumption by 5% on the on, on the meter uh, of how much we're supposed to consume the healthy day. scale yeah. i guess right and and what that did is that made people hungry their 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 blood sugar started to get wonky and so they started reaching to fat is bad so you got to go to fat free everything hmm. well fat free everything was really just processed sugar and carbs and we have this boom in the last 40 years of diabetes of heart disease of obesity 
and 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 one of the uh, the articles that I was looking at in the 1950s, like the average American, and I'm going to be a little off on these numbers, but the average American was in, uh, a male was about a hundred and you know uh, 50 to 165 pounds. In the 1990s, they were about uh, that 160 to uh, 200 pounds, and now they're 200 and 230 is the average. Like, yeah, it, it, it's like it's something's changing in our gene code. We're getting fatter, and, and 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 yeah, it's that's not right. Like something's wrong with this picture. And what has changed? Our food supply, the quality of our food, the carbohydrate intake, the uh, the indulgence, the overindulgence of sugary drinks, processed drinks, uh, energy drinks. No offense. And I was about to crack mine open. I was like, it's my birthday. Yeah, let's I don't go know. for it. <laughs> hey, man, we we should have had. Uh, uh, if you, I mean, if I would have known, I would have brought you a, oh, the main a, squeeze? A, a main squeeze That's from what's up. main squeeze in uh, Webster there. So, Jeff, if you're listening, uh, wish uh, Guardy a happy birthday when yeah. he comes in today to get him a main squeeze. Kurt, I mean, how does that make you feel? I know for me, like watching, you know, people change, you watch movies or see pictures of your great grandpa, your grandfather. And it's like, hey, those guys are slim. They're trim. You know, they got their suspenders. Oh, maybe it's the way they dress, you know, and you can kind of watch as as time takes place you know then our dads like and you know more in shape and then it's like then there's us <laughs> you know like what what do you think have you noticed that at all no because my family has been predominantly like when you look at my grandpa like he's got the dad belly but like, even when he was young i don't remember looking I, i'd have to go back and see some pictures i don't remember what he looked like growing up um he worked at the train like on a train track i feel like you'd have to be in shape to do that but yeah i feel like he was but now we're having even even young people that are you know dealing with obesity young people that are dealing with some some health stuff that i guess hasn't been there you know like if you look at you know 50 years ago i think jennifer you talked about this on the first night of the cleanse at butler's courtyard maybe i'm wrong maybe it was another another night but they talked about how our like grandparents like when they had like their family like they're out in the garden, they're they're doing their own foods, they're you know cooking their own dinners, sitting around the table. The you know that was what they did, and then all of a sudden, like our parents, that shifted, that changed. Where now it's let's go get whatever is fast from the fast food. There wasn't like community gardens. There weren't like gardens in your back where you cooked your own food. Is that right? Right. Well, we don't have access to clean food on a regular basis. We're all dependent. We're very removed from actually. Uh, buying our food, cooking our food, uh, growing our food. We're very removed from it. If you you ask somebody, you know, we were talking to somebody last night and she was talking about how she knows how to uh, break the neck of the chicken and pluck the feathers and all this stuff. And, you know, most people today think, oh, my God, I'd never do that. Well, we eat chicken every day. So we're so far removed from what it actually takes to eat food and produce food and then and so we reach to the things that are simple and easy, and we're paying a price, right? Chicken and nuggets, like frozen nuggets or fast food, and instead of, you know, well, knowing the chicken, that's a real chicken. They you know? talk about in schools right now where, like, if you show kids vegetables, they don't know, they don't know what the vegetables are. I mean, they've never seen it. But if you show them, if they when they think of a tomato, they think of ketchup, right? They, mm-hmm. or if they see the, you know, the ketchup, there's just this disconnect. And we've got to bring some level of awareness back to not only just cooking, but sitting around the dinner table and sharing a meal. Yeah. And that's not going to accidentally happen. You kind of have to do that on purpose, huh? 
I hate to say, but that goes back to what I was saying earlier is that we're so connected to our digital worlds that we've lost touch, like Jennifer was saying, with cooking and operating on where this food's coming from and, and slowing down enough. Yeah. Like people, so we, my wife and I've had um, the opportunity to re- remodel two kitchens over the last um, 10 years. And we built the kitchens for entertaining purposes and uh, we wanted to have you know and, and to cook in them and both of these houses we took the microwave out of our house so we don't have microwaves in our home and 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 people go it takes too long to cook warm up food and i'm like no it doesn't i mean it, it's it's no different it's just a different way of doing it mm-hmm. but the difference is is i'm not mutating and denaturing my food so you aren't eating of- popcorn no, we make it. We have an air on the pop stove. Up. Okay, and, uh, and, and yeah, so the air pop. So we have tools. You know, when we when popcorn comes around. It's, so I'm I'm a huge fan of popcorn, but I haven't <laughs> had popcorn since you I started talking to to you because we find out about the corn and the grain and it's not the GMO. best. GMO. Yeah, and so I I think from from my experience, I kind of have like a strong willpower if I if I want to whenever it comes to food at least. And I can, even though I love popcorn, it's like my thing. You know, Kurt knows. I almost brought you popcorn from the movie theater today, but I figured because Dr. Choppa was in that Dr. Choppa would probably like <laughs> tip over Dude, that'd the, be the, awesome the, the desk like, and be I'm like, just, I'm over it. Here. I want the fake I know butter. I know I find it here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I haven't had it since. And uh, I don't know. But now whenever you make it yourself, it's okay, like in moderation or... Or what, what are your thoughts on Here's that? Here's the funny thing about corn, though, to kind of do it. The other day, I ate corn just to see what would happen. <laughs> like, yeah. you mentioned what happens to your supply when you eat corn. And I, I didn't see that, I guess. When you, your supply, your, your supply. If it, if the poop don't move. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, well, grains in, in general have a tendency to slow down bowel flow up to 37%. I didn't notice any difference. And, and, and so the, and <sighs> corn might not be your, you know, issue per se, right? Okay. Uh, and it might not show up in that capacity. But, uh, you know, corn is genetically modified. Like uh, to find good, clean corn is not like an easy thing. And corn, just so that everybody's aware, it's not a vegetable. It grows on a stalk, therefore it is a grain. And so because it's not a vegetable and we perceive it as a vegetable, um, it's a starch. It's a, and it's a, it's a high sugary carb that is hard to digest. So when you, uh, that's why you do see corn in your poop. Isn't that right, Kurt? And uh, <laughs> I didn't see it. I wanted to just to try. Just to I know. must not have ate enough corn. <laughs> I must not have. So, or the, still and, in my system. And now the thing it well, was, you might have to yourself if your system's already slow or fast in the first place. If it's already slow in the first place, you might not see a change. There's not much fast about Kurt, if we're being honest. Well, <laughs> he's kind of a slow guy. I pull his a time. hamstring every time I try to be fast, so it's okay. Wait until the last minute, <laughs> goodness. type of stuff. We definitely I can see don't his want body, your to move his too body fast. His body being the same way. Like I'm gonna wait till the absolute <laughs> last mi- minute deadline, and then Dang. I'm gonna push this out. Dang! You just got thrown under the bus. <laughs> I did. Oh, you got you got to see. Gardy on his birthday, he's extra extra sharp this morning, so he's really taking his tolls out on you. A year older like, and wiser. Yeah, he he's got all of the chopisms down to a T. You ask him just one. Uh, yeah. So you know what you eat's important, but what you don't eat is more important. Oh, 
dollars. See, you look at that. You, you yeah. owe us royalties for using. We trademarked that. Is I, that I, our... I, I know, I know. That's why I wanted. To, it's his birthday. We got to take care of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's your donation. It's the donation. To hey, right. donate it to the birthday joy. The two hundred dollar donation is greatly appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I thought it was twenty. <laughs> that's funny. For you, it's a hundred times more. Yeah, and so Ashley makes a good point here. C- corn comes out the same way it goes in, huh? That's right. And so the, uh, <laughs> but here's the thing of movie theaters that you have to be careful is the the butter that they put on that stuff is margarine. Mm. It's fake butter. It's like one chemical reaction away from plastic. Yeah, I'm over there usually. And Kurt knows, like uh, I'm over there really like this, but it. I haven't had it since. When was that? Well, I don't know. But it's what? It, and, and then so now the question is, is so talking about keeping the same theme <clears throat> here about heart. One of the worst fats you can put in your body is margarine or partially hydrogenated any oil, cottonseed oil, canola oil. When you put in these uh, partially hydrogenated oils, they clog up the liver. They stress out your heart and all systems in the body. So it is one of the four deadly food additives. And so we want to always be looking at, you know, that's why salad dressings are a struggle. Eating out a lot of times can be a struggle with people that are chemically sensitive, uh, because and they'll walk and you'll know it. They're the people that get headaches or they have they get sluggish after they you know eat meals and they or they just really don't want to, you know they want to go out to eat but they just don't want to go out to eat because there's always some symptom they have to yeah. or price they have to pay whether it's joint pain whether it's a headache whether it's sinus issues whether it's bowel issues and and we have to look at the type of oil that people are putting and cooking with these days. So, um, you know, somebody made a comment, what are some other good non-animal-based uh, fats? And uh, co- coconut oil and avocado oil are, are really great. Olive oil is always great. They're not cooking with olive oil, more of using it in its raw salad, you know, top form is best. But avoiding canola oil is, uh, is a must. And anything that says on the label, if you pick up a salad dressing from the store and it says partially hydrogenated, any type of oil, whatever it is, cottonseed oil, um, get rid of it. Just don't even put it back or, you know, because then you could go further and say if they got partially hydrogenated oil in it, it probably has high fructose corn syrup in it. Mm. Oh, and if it doesn't, if it says sugar free or light on the front, then you know it's got artificial sugars in it. And the artificial sugars are worse biochemical warfare agents. We talked to a little bit last week. Um how it takes a negative impact on your on your brain and overall health, healthy cell function. Yeah, you know what I think is pretty important. Even if you look at it and you see it has high fructose corn syrup or it has the partially hydrogenated oils and all that or canola oil, at least you're looking and for me, like I've said okay, Knowledge I'm not going to get that. Yeah. I'm not going to get that or you know what? Man, you know, my wife really wants that or we're going to get that. Yeah, I'll go ahead and get this, you know, this time. But then, like, making a difference. It, if you're either making an effort and, it, it, you know, or you're not at all. And then it's just like everything. So, uh, you know, moderation is key. And especially if you're going to have something that's not the best for you, you know, try and be uh, at least mindful of it. So that's kind of where I've been since the detox has been over. And, and I think that's knowledge is power. When you start l- popping that ingredient list and you start looking for the four deadly food additives, and we and we try to make it, we start s- slow. You like pick one thing, mm-hmm. high fructose corn syrup. Anything that says high fructose corn syrup, take it out of your diet. That's your that's your gum. Uh, I mean, that's salad dressings. That's obvious processed food. Anything because it's everywhere. But if, if that if that's the one change of health, the one degree of health that you make this week better as a choice for your life than you made last week, then it's a win. Yeah. And when what happens is if you go slow and steady making these little habits, I loved, I had a patient in yesterday and he's from Norway uh, and he said, 
Um, and he's got ulcerative colitis, which is a severe autoimmune disorder of the gut, uh, of the large bowel. And and he and I loved what he said he, that when I asked him about food allergies, and he says, "Yeah, I've been working those out of my diet." And which I really love the way that came out. He said, I'm working these things out of my diet. It It's a process, right? It's work. And it's not something that happened overnight. Like it's a it's a mountain climb to get to a place mm-hmm. where you know, hey, these are the ver- the 10 most common foods I'm going to reach to when I'm in a pickle, you know, and and that is how you play the game is it's one step one step one step to success and the difference between the winners and the losers is just one more step and that's what we want to encourage people at living well clinical nutrition center what we try to do is get in there find out what it is you do for a diet so we want you to fill out a food log when you uh, name a thing you can control a thing when you track a thing you can control a thing and so we look we analyze people's food record and see what it is they're putting in their body day in and day out and then we pick certain areas that we want to emphasize and focus on for that week to make this week a better win than it was last week. Mm-hmm. And that way people aren't getting overwhelmed with the, the perfect diet, yeah. you know, whatever that is. I like how you always say one bite at a time. One bite at a time. You know, you got to... One bite at a time. That's right. Good job. Oh, Kurt, out of nowhere. So right now it's 926 and we were teasing earlier about getting somebody on a heart rate monitor machine we can kind of read some of the stuff that's going on i mean we should probably get that started what do you think dr shop i think we should we could totally do that and since you know jennifer <laughs> so you want to run one on kurt for me <clears throat> or ethan no we'll do it on kurt Kurt's, ethan ethan is like what's going on do i gotta sign a waiver wait wake up ethan so, yeah I'm, I'm focused on the comments hey, i'm sorry and, and thank you and now we should we move it over there since you're running a board or anything or should we no we're okay we can actually well what do you think kurt um i can do it over there ethan can run this and hold the mobile camera at the same time ethan's just gonna be focused on his own camera which i'm okay with ethan you get the you get the promotion <laughs> he's like we're going to the ethan cam the upgrade so you didn't even have it ready to go yet come on <laughs> intern all right, guys. So what's up, everybody? I see Stephanie Kovich is watching. Brenda said, I'm back on track. That's what's up. Hey, uh, Ashley, she mentioned her air fryer. And I said, what is an air fryer? Because it sounds like fried, and I'm, I'm down with fried food. Yeah. But maybe it's healthier. Well, basically, uh, I would like to know what she cooks in hers. Um, because, but, but it is an air fryer. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is a device that um, doesn't use oil, but creates hmm. a fried like feel like i took a um portobello mushroom turned it upside down i put some uh, i took chicken salad uh, that i had made uh, in my food processor packed it on top of that portobello mushroom with some uh, a vinaigrette dressing some salt and pepper and stuck it in there and made myself a uh, a portobello mushroom chicken sandwich kind of thing and it Ooh. was it, it sounds really maybe not so good to folks but sounds man, good to me it was really delicious all right and, and, and when you eat a mushroom um uh, the, the mushrooms make you feel like you're having like a steak. They give that chewy kind of feel. Yeah. And um, with the, the chicken, I got the protein. What's up, E? And, um, <laughs> and, and so we're getting some behind the scenes actions. If you're watching on Facebook, stay on. tuned. We're having the mobile cam go. Kurt is actually going to be getting a, a, what is it it's exactly? It's called a heart sound recorder. Okay. And so we thought we would do one. Uh, is These are things that we have tools in our office. So, guys, tools are, are the are the name of the game. Is we is There's no perfect diet out there. Diets are a tool. And we've got to get the tools um, to help you guys live better, be better, and stay better. 
one of the things that we do with this heart machine is it allows us to re look at your mitral valve, your tricuspid valve, your aortic valve, your pulmonic valve, and see what type of areas of nutritional glitch might be going on in your body. And so um, we can see that live. And see, because the heart su it supplies 100,000 miles of cardiovascular network in your body, and if you're not quite sure what 100,000 miles looks like, that's two times around the, the, the earth. And, um, and in one minute of every pump of this heart, you can go ahead and start running. Uh, it, it will give us um, blood flow to every tissue cell organ gland in the body. So the type of fuel that you're putting in your body, whether it is potassium, whether it be vitamins, uh, whether it's sugar, processed foods, uh, this is what your body has as a tool to use. So Kurt, he just rolled up his sleeve. He, he's going to make sure he shows off his tattoo for the camera. He has that little, <laughs> a nice little mountain tattoo, and he's over here flexing in classic Kurt fashion. So we're going to do a heart sound recording monitor on this guy, and we're going to get it going. I am excited. So we got Ethan. <laughs> we got Ethan over here on the camera. Kurt, where is your heart? Is there one in there? What if they started recording? They're like, Kurt, you don't have a heart. That might be bad. You don't have a heart, Kurt. What's going that on? That might be bad. <laughs> He's got a heart. You're like the Grinch. You're trying to find his... Hold on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so we're in studio trying to figure out um, how to get him comfortable. He's over. He's all nervous. He's I'm not nervous. Sweaty armpits. This is easy. Compared to giving birth to a child, this is easy. <laughs> well, this yeah. is true. It's I know Definitely less. Listen, I've done he, that. I know he, what I went through. Yeah, he, he knows what he went through. It looks very painful. The sweaty armpits don't have anything to do with him being nervous. That's just just him. That's just actually. All right. So do we have to be quiet, or no, does no, he no. have to be quiet? He just has to be quiet. Oh, this and, is and, and just can't man, move. Man, this is, is awesome. Which is, uh, I know he's not going to be able to talk. This is like another birthday present. <laughs> Already. Well, I, well, you, Look you at him biting me. his tongue. You called me last night and said you got to make this happen for me. <laughs> Can you make Kurt be quiet for All how right. long does this test take? Apparently, it's not very long when you're not having technical difficulties. But it's here. Take the rest of the show. Oh, the, the rest of the show. I hope not. Well, I'm glad we're getting started. So we, we have some people watching. I just want to say thank you, uh, Denise, and to Stephanie and everybody who's been saying happy birthday. That's awesome. Hey, Brenda also had a tip. She said if you brush your egg whites on food before baking it, it'll give it a crunch also. That's a good tip. I want to try that because I like baking. I've been uh, cooking a little bit more at home. You know, I mainly do on the stove just because I like to be able to be involved with my food, like turn it and act like I'm doing something. Whenever you bake something, you have to set it there, and I just want to watch it, you know, with the light. So if it's on the stove, then I get it, you know, just like poke it or do something. Throw some seasoning on. Ethan, do you cook much? You don't cook much. Come on. Don't be lying over here. Well, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Um, we have Kurt hooked up to a heart this, monitor. So what we're looking at is we're looking at live his heart. So you can watch it there, Kurt. Don't wiggle because this is like a gigameter. And so it's like an earthquake detector. And so what we're going to be looking at is getting him so you can't talk. We can talk. And a gun could go off in here. As long as he doesn't wiggle and giggle, uh, it, it'll pick up... Um, only his heart rhythm and and so i'm just go ahead you can record that and uh already seeing some things he this is a i'm gonna have to show you all a normal picture because 
um, really his heart isn't resting between mm. the first and second beat like it's supposed to. Curve. And uh, that could, so that's just exactly what you see here, Ethan. If you want to come back and look at this, We're, we should see a break between the first beat and the second beat like you see in this picture here. And because we don't see that, his heart I'm isn't nervous. taking the necessary rest. So the heart should be at rest uh, in a two to one ratio compared to its work rest cycle. And so the this is showing him not taking a break. It is constant. Lub dub is like it's just one continuous heartbeat. Now he gets a little break on the back side, but it's really not he actually misses a couple heartbeats right here. So it maybe it's the bang energy drink. Maybe it's minerals. And maybe next week I will do the same test again. Like there's more missed beats. So you're actually missing heartbeats and you're gonna go right over I wonder what does that what does that mean like for his health is That's he okay? B vitamins. So everything that we look we look for in the office is to control rate, rhythm, and tone in the heart. And so in this case, when I see this, I know that there are B vitamin deficiencies, there are potassium deficiencies, and we've got to evaluate um, you know that moving forward so that we can help his heart run more effectively. I could literally give him. B vitamins right now, had I brought some. Yes. So we have some questions coming in, Dr. Shop, but can yeah, we get ahead. some of these? So Naola says, I was diagnosed with a heart murmur once. Is this the I would, same? I would, no, I would see that on this test. Um, and yes, we could uh, evaluate it. Basically, the murmur is just a, a, a either a pre-systolic or a post-systolic regurgitation issue where you have a valve problem. So and here's... And and so we want we have to fix that. And valves in the body are one are all mineral glitches and mineral deficiencies. Okay, here's another question about valves, and I'm probably gonna mispronounce this. This is from Amber. She said, "I have mitral valve prolapse yep. with regurgitation. Is there anything I should be doing nutritionally to help the valve leakage from worsening?" So um, whenever you have, again, these valves have to have adequate fats and adequate minerals in order to function like they're supposed to. So there's a, quite a few things we could do. We use fat-soluble B vitamins, we have uh, water-soluble B vitamins, and we get in there and get the fats right uh, in order to uh, nourish the tissue. And then we do mineral repletion in order to fix the uh, underlying you know, concern or at least improve it. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these, some of these folks have had this a really long time. And, um, and so it doesn't, it's not gonna fix like overnight, but we can and have seen changes in these tests in minutes we can change. Like with him skipping heartbeats, I could give him a product in our office called Cataplex B, and it would literally show us a change in getting that second heartbeat back inside of, you know, 10 minutes possibly. Yeah, Kurt, he's not allowed to talk right now still, but it seems like there's a little bit of worry in his eyes. Like, did you not know this? It's kind of cool to find out about this. Um, to see what it is, but if it's just a matter of look at this one again. getting B vitamins and yeah, so now you know, that's easy. That, like I'll go down to you know and just get some B vitamins and plug them in. And so <laughs> now it comes to the question: is is what type of B vitamins are you going to plug in? Most B vitamins that are sold in the market today are coal tar derivatives, and so we don't want coal tar derivatives. We want real nutrients. Going back to that vitamin C complex, we want the full vitamin. Uh, the vitamin B complex as well and we want to make sure we know where our source of B vitamins are coming from and you know they do come from uh, some grains that they come <laughs> hello taco and, uh, and and in this case we're looking and we can see correlations where 
he has adrenal stress. That's what we're seeing here. There's a bunch of static in the line. So go ahead and stay right there. And I'm going to run through some of these. That way he's, we, can, he, we can show it to him. And when we look at this heart sound and we see that that's the first sound, second sound, he's got an extra beat here. And that's what it should look like, but it should be two-thirds to one-third. The first sound should be two-thirds bigger than the second. And so he's got adrenal stress. So he's working uh, overtime, and his adrenals are wiped out. Um, his essential fats look decent here. This actually looks pretty good, two-thirds, one-third. That's what you really want. But you want that to be consistent across the board where it's not. He's still got static in the lines, and this means that his phosphorus levels are low. So phosphorus could regulate the one, the rate, rhythm, and tone of the heart. The tricuspid valve and the mitral are our most important valves we want to evaluate and look at, and these guys are definitely showing glitch. They, they should go th three peaks, and yours has a peak, but then it drops. That drop is an, that's actually okay, but then this post, you got some of that post-systolic regurgitation where you, it's like a valve problem. The valve isn't as healthy as it could be. Here, you don't, you've got like just uh, almost two heartbeats that never really take a break. So there's, this is a, this is a issue that we can evaluate and revisit very quickly inside of a week, two weeks and see improvement. Remember a hundred thousand beats in 24 hours. You don't want insufficiency two-thirds of your life or 30 years out of your life. You want to try to create change. And this was based off of an acoustic cardiograph that was done, uh, built by a guy named Royal Lee back in like the 20s. And um, this is just a digital version of that. And uh, here's where we're skipping heartbeats. So there are definite areas, Kurt, where we could improve your overall function and vitality. And I'm just curious, since I have you here, are you, um, you look concerned. I'm concerned, Kurt. What's going on? I'm a on? little concerned as well, but not really concerned because he said these are these all fixable things. These are all very fixable things. Uh -oh. and so just put your finger in there and let's see what the oxygen concentration is and uh, get a little one more data point here. Hashtag pray for Kurt. You yeah. know? <laughs> I'm going to keep this going today. That's right. We're going to have to raise a uh, GoFundMe for Kurt. Maybe so. <laughs> Need something. 97. So 97 is not bad. But uh, at the end of the day, you're going to live. Uh, but here's good? the thing. Uh, yeah, 97, 98. Uh, we obviously, 100 is best, right? Heart, she said heart rate rate's 91. Oh. Um, oh, the heart rate. Yeah, the heart rate's a little fast. But that's because you're over I'm there. I'm nervous. You're, you're yeah. jumping on the uh, bang drinks and stuff like that. I'm telling you, it, it would be a fun I would experiment. Love to see this without, I would love to see this without the bang drink. I see, would. Because we, I bet it would be totally it, And that would be, but again, guys. Bring what it you, next Tuesday. What you, I won't drink an energy drink before. I'll take some B vitamins this week. See where we're at next week. So look, here's the deal. But This goes back to what I've always said. What you eat's important. But what, what you, you don't, don't eat, eat is more, more important. I love this game. This is so much fun. <laughs> yes, it you is. You guys are learning. Yay! All right. So, it is. All right. So what else do we got question-wise? We got anything else floating around out there? Yeah, there are some questions. This is from uh, Perry Brooks at, at 3BQ. was asking questions. I don't even know if I'm saying this right. He said, what can I do about And he spells it A-N-G-I-N-A. Angina is chest Angina. pain. So uh, uh, a lot of times when you have chest pain, it's an oxygen issue. We use a product in our office called Cardio Plus and Cataplex E2. And uh, what it does is it helps drive oxygen in the tissue, and oxygen would be the very thing that your heart is asking for when you have angina or chest pain. And so great question and something definitely we can help you with. And, uh, and this is what we do at our office, guys, is we use our tools to see into the window of the body. And if you take care, think about it, if you take care of your heart, and your heart is your most nutritionally responsive organ, 
what other organs can be affected when you get your heart nutrition right. And that's the game. And that's why we use this test in our office and why we are so thankful to have it. And uh, this is just a good exp you know, experiment. So, yes, even though Kurt is in studio, yes, even though Kurt just had a bang energy drink, this is what this could be potentially his day every day when he does these habits. We'll find out. And, and so this is one of the things that we want people to see. Mm -hmm. And so people go, well, you know, how reproducible is it? It's very reproducible. It's a Geiger meter. It doesn't all this, all this device is is an input meter and it's measuring the rhythm of the heart. It's called a heart sound recorder because you know, everybody thinks love dub. But it's really just tracking the movement patterns of the heart, and it gives us the, the, the data points to know where his heart is right now, and these are things that we can start addressing. Here's the one thing that I, I have to ask. You know, with this situation, like, knowing this information, you're not doomed, right? Like, I'm not doomed. You can make those changes. Well, they're not doomed. No. <laughs> so, you. you. <laughs> I don't so, know. So here's the thing, right? Uh, anything your body can develop, here's another one, it, it can, can undevelop. Develop. Right, yeah. Right? So here's one of the games that we, the why we have tools like this and why we, when we look at blood work, we don't look at blood work from a pathological perspective. We want to catch blood work in the functional pathways where we find the glitches before they become disease. Symptom patterns are just check engine lights on a dashboard that says, hey, go get this checked out. And if you ignore that for 25 years, well, yeah, you might be more susceptible to being doomed, right? Mm -hmm. But right. if you... You just got a piece of information. Now it's up to you to do something about it, right? right. And so, so if, cool. it, and if, and and that's the beauty of what it is that we do at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. So, guys, if you do have questions, you know, justlivewell.com uh, is a great place to start getting answers. Visit our our uh, our office. Call us at two eight one five five four eight six zero zero. These are the type of tools and things that Jennifer and I and Dr. Amber have access to to help serve you guys better. And and we believe that all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition, guys, is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to either get control and move forward or to crash and burn into doom state that you just stated. Wait, so, I, I got a question real quick, and this goes off of what Perry Brooks from 3BQ asked. He, he was kind of asking, so it's not high blood pressure he's talking about the chest pain he had asked that question could it potentially be high blood pressure i mean the high so but once again high to me angina and high blood pressure are a they're all related to the heart but they're different check engine lights okay relating to different type of nutritional deficiencies so like high blood pressure for example in my what i find often is food allergy inflammation so mm -hmm. people are intolerant to certain foods and they re they keep eating these foods over and over again and their blood pressure goes up in response to the inflammatory uh, food that they're putting in their system. So when we change their diet, and I will go ahead and just say this because I, I and there may be some naysayers out there. I don't know. I hope sure hope not because but yesterday I had a patient come in and tell me that you know their um, digestive complaint that food had no bearing on why they got diverticulitis, and I just was beside myself because um, they did their own test and they went and ate popcorn at a movie mm. and their diverticulitis flared up, right? <laughs> Say it one and more time. Popcorn, popcorn at, the movie. at the movies. And, um, and their diverticulitis <laughs> flared up. And that's a massive pain. It's massive inflammation in the gut. And, and so obviously food does matter. And so anybody mm. that tells you that food has no impact on your health really doesn't know anything and shouldn't be telling you and be a voice in your life of, uh, because food is a powerful medicine. It is the medicine. And and if you eat 
junk, you're going to have junk, garbage in, garbage out. And so that's why I try to get people to realize that what you put in your body is important, but what you don't, don't put. Yeah, Ethan! Go <laughs> yeah. It's oh, more don't important. Put. <laughs> Dang it, Kurt. You're always just in left field. I, I'm sorry. I'm still focusing on my heart. Here, okay, here's fair something enough, else. This enough. is from Perry. He said, which he makes uh, excellent barbecue. We had the mm. opportunity to have him on campus. He's going to be at the Bay Area Houston Food Lovers event that's taking place, I believe, in March. But he said, hey, can I barter with barbecue to come into the office? And I said, yes, I'll eat it for Dr. Chop. I'll go ahead and work out the details. <laughs> you know, yeah, feel free to go ahead and make that appointment, barbecue for me, and, and we'll work it out. And I said, I haven't had barbecue in about a day, so I'm kind of having withdrawals. Guardy did nine days in a row of barbecue. I wow. did. It was it was one After of the best the decisions. No, like I, I just didn't get it yesterday. Like <laughs> it's just like life. He was yeah. trying to do twenty one day detox <laughs> on or barbecue. Barbecue. But barbecue is not bad though. I mean, he was uh, doing chicken. I mean, yeah, it was white meat. Yeah, man. like smoked turkey, smoked chicken, smoked man, sausage, I made some, and biscuit. I made, have a, a green egg at home, and uh, I made a, a chicken, uh, some chicken and shrimp the other day, mm. and oh, it was so delightful. That's what's up. So yeah, so um, the I don't know if there was a question in there or not. Did we have a question? No, I just, just it? other than like bartering, and I told him oh. bartering with barbecue. I said yes, I'll work out the details <laughs> as long as uh, I'll just the eat the barbecue. Like, Wait, is there a question? Wait, is there a question? <laughs> Did I miss like, something? He, just say, just say he's yes. Trying to say, he's trying to change the barbecue. Yes. Hey, There's, Dr. Chapa, let's go back to the the heart thing for just a little bit because what you you mentioned. There, there were some steps that we could take for this week. And I just want to make sure that I get those steps right before this show gets over so that next week when we do this again, that I, I'm on the right track and we can see that, hey, even in a week, this change happened. Like, Your what health steps? depends on it, Kurt. You need to take note. Ethan, can you write this down for Kurt? I'm kind of worried about him right now. His heart's looking funny. Yes. Like, what should we do so, this week so we can one, change it? everybody, put it on your calendar that you're going to be at our office at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday night and uh, where we're going to go through our Nutrition 101 class talking about heart-healthy living. And this is Heart Month, so this is why we focused so much teaching this month on the power of the heart and the things that you can start leveraging, whether it's cholesterol, blood pressure, salts. I mean, all, all, we're going to try to discuss as many things as we can inside of these short, these short little segments. But <clears throat> we've we got to help people realize that, number one, what you eat is important, but what you don't eat is more, more important. important. So we've got to start taking inventory of what we're eating day in and day out. So track a food log. That'd be step one. Step two, drink more water. Step three, make sure that you're getting good, adequate sleep. Number four, make sure that you're, you're, you're eating green leafy vegetables every day, a salad the size of your head. So you have the barbecue, but That's also a big, have a, a salad the size of your head. And, 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 and oh, I just said that because I saw your bald head over there. Oh, like, man. That's a big nod. <laughs> big salad. Uh, and then eat, eat big fats. So we want, like, you know, codfish. We want tuna. Uh, we want salmon coming into our diet uh, this week more frequently. We want to make sure that we're eating the big, uh, the, the avocado or the mm. uh, coconut oils, cooking with the good, healthy oils. So evaluate the type of fats that you're taking in. Going back to butter is a good source of good fat. Uh, lard is a good source of good fat. You know, I got a question about the butter. Yeah. Because butter has the dairy, right? And if I've been avoiding dairy and then cooking with butter, like, like what's up with it? Oh, good question. So people always ask, well, I thought you said uh, I couldn't have any dairy products. That's right. You can't have milk, cheese, yogurt, sour cream, ice cream, whey protein, creamy dressings, ice cream, uh, you know, or, or dressings. Margarine? That, or, or margarine. Uh, but no, margarine is a plastic. It's not even 
It's not even in the dairy department. Dairy. Uh, so, but butter is not in that de- in that conversation because it has 0.067% casein in it. It isn't really a casein product. And what we're trying to avoid when we're getting inflammatory dairy product out, what we're speaking to is the protein. So people that say, oh, I'm lactose intolerant. Well, I'm actually thankful that doctors tell them that because at least it gets them off the dairy. But they're really not lactose intolerant. They're Mm -hmm. casein sensitive. They're protein sensitive. So when people are allergic to soy, they're allergic to soy protein. When they're allergic to corn, they're allergic to the zyme and protein. When they're allergic to wheat, they're allergic to the gluten. When they're allergic to the milk, they're allergic to the casein. When they're allergic to eggs, it's albumin. So there's a, the molecular protein that people are sensitive to as opposed to the um, actual fat. So people, if you look at butter, butter is fat. So people aren't sensitive to the fat. Yeah. Now, if you eat junky butter that is loaded with, you know, a bad source of cow or something like that, you know, that, that, that they fed poorly— that fat might not be healthy fat. That's why you got to get good quality butter. We I'm like on that Kerrygold. Kerrygold's a great butter. I, I've been and, using Kerrygold. Take a bite. And you could totally take a bite. <laughs> My kids shock people whenever they grab you know a <laughs> stick of butter and take a little you know, bite out of it. But here's the th- here's the thing: is uh, uh, butter is good saturated fat. It has no casein in it, so it's not inflammatory to the body. And uh, I'm not. Uh, and there's uh, that's not an absolute. I mean, there are people that have been so sensitive to casein that even that 0.067% uh, of casein present is enough to mess them up. Yeah. yeah so but I, it's very, very rare. Very I was rare. at a restaurant. It was a Mexican restaurant the other day, and I actually uh, I got fajitas, but part of it was like a, a Diablo shrimp or something like that. So it was like jalapeno, and they put I didn't know they put cheese in Mozzarella there. Mozzarella or so something. So I told right? them they brought it out, and they were really nice above and beyond, and I was like, hey, I don't at this time, you know, I'm not eating dairy. I don't eat cheese at all, and I, I haven't really been unless it's like on a taco and we're filming. But <laughs> that's that's different. There's different rules. But I said I don't eat it, so they took them back, and they're like, "Well, do you not want the butter? You know, the melted butter on the side?" Which I don't know if that's what kind of butter they use. But I was like, "Well, no, you can leave that. I may I may use it." But I after I kind of went on a little thing, they kind of like called me on it, like, "Well, do you not want the butter as well?" I'm like, "No, you can leave the butter. It's good, you know." But but you were thinking, but yeah. it is different because it's fat. Now, whether or not you got real butter, Good butter or fake is, stuff. is is an answer to a different question. However, uh, but the the grand theme is milk, cheese, yogurt, sour cream, ice cream, whey protein is not your friend. It is not a health food. It's not good for your body. Your body. It is the number two most common food allergy in the country, and uh, it's because it's adulterated pro- uh, and processed to the hilt. I mean, it is just not healthy for us anymore. Okay. Um, and but butter, good quality, quality, clean butter can do your body some good. And no one comes in my office with a fat deficiency. Their body needs non-inflammatory, healthy fats in more abundance than they're getting. And I ha- I'm literally retraining people to believe that healthy fats are okay again you know like we're fighting that battle of um of good fats versus bad fats and not and not demonizing all fats yeah uh because of you know quote unquote studies that may or may not have you know good legitimacy cool you know it looks like they should do the branding for butter that they did for milk in the 80s and 90s like butter does the body butter does the body good and got butter you know just like like, a butter mustache all over your (laughs) mouth (laughs) exactly it's 952 this is khearadio.com 99.5 fm we're talking to dr aaron choppa we're talking to dr jennifer withy from living well clinical nutrition located in leake city texas a15 east main street 281-554-8600 justlivewell.com you can go to their website find out more information how you can get a hold of him i see a lot of people that have been interested you know it doesn't hurt just make the phone call 
Why should somebody go to your website and just fill out all the forms? Well, so number one is if you have symptom patterns that you weren't genetically born with, we want to encourage you to recognize that as a sign. That is your body crying out for help, and we give people alternatives to drugs and surgery. We're not going to just give you a pill for an ill. We're going to recondition the tissues in the body, supplement them with good, wholesome foods and good, wholesome nutrients that your body needs to, to make a better uh, directional change for the next 10 years. Every decision you make today impacts the next 15 years of your life. So wow. when you go to our website, we've got cool surveys up there that we have that are they're free. There's just a way that you can kind of assess, you know, different aspects of your digestive system, your sleep system, your anxiety system, your energy pathways, your allergies, anything that's going on. We've got several of them up there. And those just give you their tools. Again, then and symptom assessment is a great way of evaluation. Then when you fill out the new patient paperwork, you'll go through there and see that we're pretty extensive. There's a lot of things that we're asking. And the reason we're asking these things is because we want to hear your story. We want you to know that when you come in, we're going to literally debug and uh, try to unravel, break into your case and figure out how we can crack it open and help set you free back on the path of health and vitality. And we do that without drugs and surgery. So my mission is to get people well without drugs and surgery. And God has given me a great team, having Jennifer on board, having um, you know Dr. Amber on board. And, and when we come in to a, a room, we have this idea that we can serve the greater good in our community without drugs and surgery, mm. with good, wholesome foods. And we're going to teach people how to live better, be better, and stay better one bite at a time. So give us a call, 281-554-8600, or visit our website at justlivewell.com, and we've got uh, answers for you if you need them. You know, I got one thought, and this is kind of a question, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it out there as a teaser, and maybe we can touch on this next week if you, if you want to, Dr. Chapa. Do you think in, you know, 20 years that there is any food out there, whether that's, you know, like sugar or some of these like fake, fake foods or the high fructose corn syrup that will be seen in the way that smoking has changed from, you know, whenever cigarettes first came out, people didn't know the effect and everybody just did it inside around kids, airports, airplanes. It didn't matter. You know, then we realized, wow, secondhand smoke. Wow. You know, this can this can lead to other issues. This is tearing our bodies apart. So now people know and people still do it. You know, it's and it's your choice. Right. But do you think there are any foods out there and we can maybe tease this for next week if we have a time that will kind of be almost seen as, man, we just didn't know. That's right. And we'll learn, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, the effects that it has on our bodies. You know, I can see if I can pull up even for next week, just some of the old ads that Coca-Cola had mm-hmm. babies sucking Coca-Cola out of a bottle. Uh, and and that <laughs> baby was bottle. baby bottles. Yes. I mean, that's the game wow. that we thought that Coke was better. That they made claims that sugar would suppress your appetite, and 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 it, as it as it will, but it also make you hungrier thirty minutes later. Yeah. And 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 so we could totally play those games. And it's just like this whole idea that you know artificial sugars that we're putting in our daily lives in diet drinks and light drinks and sugar free drinks and zero drinks. Um, these things are, you know, they are low calorie, they are low sugar, but they are actually biochemical warfare agents. They're, they're, they're toxins that cause neural degeneration and cause our bodies to break down faster than they should. And, and I would love to play those games because here's the thing is we have to get back to the fundamentals. The fundamentals are, you know, uh, nutrients, vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, and vegetables mm. and, and proteins as good, healthy 
food intakes. So I love it. Well, thank you for joining game, us. Man. Thank you for joining us, uh, Dr. Withy, as well. And Kurt, I mean, if you're watching right now, I think you just need to lift up curtain prayer. You know, bow your head and say, <laughs> wow. We want to keep that heart nice and strong. You know, it wasn't like it was like, hey, Kurt, you're going to die tomorrow. Well, no, it no. wasn't. See? Think of the positives, Guardy. Don't, don't. I'm just, know, I'm just overly concerned. I'm just yeah, concerned. Hey, that's right. We're going to boil the frog slowly. <laughs> that heart. We're boiling that heart slow. And that's what's, what's happened. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Stay tuned. About a boom. Hey, what's up, folks? Stay on here. We're going to be talking about food, you know, prep food, healthy food, all kinds of delicious food. I am excited. I'm going to take this opportunity to mention one more time the Birthday Joy program um, and everything that they do. They throw birthday parties for kids who are in uh, group homes, that are in foster care, that are living in in uh, in shelters, local kids. They throw birthday parties for them, and you have the opportunity to help out. You know, during this month, Actually, we've been kind of promoting the Birthday Joy program till Friday. You can drop off items at KHEA Radio. We're located at 601 Delaney Road in Lamarck. We're a part of Abundant Life Christian Center. You can drop off items at Living Well Clinical Nutrition. You can drop off items at Butler's Courtyard and Children's Oasis Education Program, which is in Dickinson. So, Kurt, for my birthday, brought in some presents that we're going to be giving to the Birthday Joy program. So we're going to make sure that some kids are getting these. He also brought a Taco Bell gift card. You can bring a gift card, uh, maybe like to Target, a gift card to Walmart, Something, anything like that, and also, uh, I felt like donate the, presents and, and party I, supplies. I felt that the Taco Bell gift card was, you know, because I told you yesterday, like it was going to be an opportunity for these kids who have maybe never gone out to eat before to go out to eat. Yes, you know. So I'm really excited about one of these kids are going to be able to go to Taco Bell and eat some delicious tacos. Taco Bell. I, I looked for a gift card for the place that we went to yesterday. In Baycliffe. Yes. But it, it wasn't at Walmart. It was not. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're going to take a look at a, a video that we have going on. This is a brand new giveaway video. We're going to be uh, picking the winner for it tomorrow. So, hey, if you haven't had the opportunity to share this out, check this out. This is Gardy with KHEA Radio. I'm at 6612 Seawall at Texas Pit Stop Barbecue in Galveston, Texas. We're teaming up, doing a giveaway for you. All you have to do to be eligible to win is like this video, comment on this video, and share this video out for everybody to see so you can come win some award-winning barbecue. Go like KHEA Radio on Facebook. Go like Texas Pit Stop Barbecue on Facebook. Teaming up, making this giveaway happen for you. What's up, folks? Hey, we're back. That was a look at the Texas Pit Stop in the Galveston location. They have another location in Lamarck. And right now, we're going to be speaking to Melissa about her business and everything that she has going on. There's some food in studio. It gets dangerous in here when the food goes down. We got Missy's Meals. And let me see. So y'all are located in Dickinson. And I see a phone number. So Facebook, it's Missy Missy's Meals. Yes, that's that how you can find correct. It. Is that? What is bing. that over there? A little bit of deliciousness. Look at this. <laughs> So I brought y'all a uh, chorizo, egg, and cheese quesadilla. Oh, <laughs> man. Eat it. I like can smell it. <laughs> Some Woo. smoked pulled pork tacos. And hey, one of our favorites are house-breaded chicken fried steak, egg, and cheese sandwich on Texas toast. Oh. And this is supposed to be healthy? 
Oh, no, I didn't say it was healthy. Yeah, that's what's up. So there's a little bit of everything. Yeah, most of our items that we have um, hot, either grab-and-go or made-to-order um, are not as healthy, but I did bring y'all some of our healthy meal prep um, options. So you do healthy and a... Yes. If you know you just need food, let's go. Yes. Like let's. T- it's time to throw down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see this one? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. So that's what is our uh, wild caught cod with a chimichurri oh, wow. sauce and a white bean carrot saute. What is chimichurri sauce? Um, it's a mixture of fresh herbs. I use basil, cilantro, mint, and parsley. Okay. And it's mixed up with red pepper flakes, a little bit of fresh lemon, and olive oil. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. So we, there's also a couple tacos. We're really big fans of tacos here. Mm-hmm. And what kind of tacos are, are these right here? These are our smoked pulled pork, <laughs> egg, and cheese. And uh, we smoke our pork for 12 hours till it just literally falls off the bone. Dang. So we have some people commenting. They're like, "I want the, Ethan, I want the, the pulled pork now." I'm like, "Come on, there's a lot of food in here. You'd be able to eat some." And I am, uh, <laughs> I am excited. So um, we have Melissa in, and we're gonna be talking and going on the FM in about three minutes as well. So feel free to share this video out. If you have any questions, go ahead and let us know. Um, we had Dr. Aaron Chop in. We were talking about some cool stuff he has going on. I think he has a meeting on Thursday, and we always talk about health and and fitness and eating eating good and, and just like balance mm-hmm. with Dr. Chapa. Have you heard of him before? I have. I actually attended two of his Thursday night events that mm-hmm. were at Butler's Courtyard. Served up some really delicious all vegetarian soup that was in line mm-hmm. with uh, with their detox program. We were able to try that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that soup, Kurt? Oh, yeah, the soup. You know, whenever we were on that detox, it was almost difficult to find food that tasted good because we were cooking it ourselves, <laughs> and that's an issue so i remember with the soup i was like man finally something warm you know i'm not eating you know like a bell pepper or something like that and it's yeah. it just was good um what kind of soup did you have there do you remember um so i just did there was 13 different vegetables in it that were all within the uh, the guidelines of the detox and um i just i make a vegetable stock in-house so mm-hmm. It just had a little bit of our vegetable stock and a whole bunch of different vegetables, including zucchini, bell peppers, um, tomatoes, onions, garlic, squash, kale, uh, and spinach, I believe. That's awesome. Hey, Kurt, Ethan, do y'all want any? Who's I want to try that quesadilla. Hey, you said it even better. I got a whiff of that. You want the quesadilla, <laughs> you want the quesadilla or do you want a taco? Or Look at this. This sandwich Anything. looks delicious. Let me see the Ethan. sandwich. I didn't see the sandwich. Oh, I feel like the Ethan deserves this. <laughs> oh. It's chicken fried steak with an egg on there uh, on the Texas toast. I have mustard mayonnaise. Oh, this is double dipped. There's, there's there's two of them on top it? of, yeah. It's heavy. It's heavy. Be careful now. And so make sure you get some shots and show some people what they... This is what they're what they're missing out on right now. All for me, Ethan. <laughs> yes, you it. you work hard. I am blessed. <laughs> mm. Hashtag. And I also brought some of our. We do a roasted tomato habanero salsa and a tomatillo serrano. So I brought both of those. Wow. For you. So okay, share with us a little bit before we go on the FM. We got forty seconds. Okay. Mm. Like how long have you been cooking? Um. <laughs> So I actually started my personal chef service. I used to work for the Astros. So when they would go out of town, Mm -hmm. I would cook for people in their homes. And that was 13 years ago that I started doing that. And um, I've I've run Missy's Meals. Now we've been in that location for almost three years. And I was in Santa Fe prior to that. So I've been been cooking for... I've been in restaurants since I was 13 years old. 
That's but cool. I've been a chef since for about 14 years. Okay, we got 10 seconds. We're going to go on the FM right now. We'll reintroduce you and let you uh, introduce your business as well. Okay. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have a special guest in studio, and we're going to be introducing some delicious food. We have a whole bunch of food in front of us. I'm excited because there's also some tacos. So... We have Melissa. Melissa, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Doing pretty good. Can you introduce the name of your business? What's the name and what do y'all do? We are uh, Missy's Meals Personal Chef Services. Uh, We have a storefront in Dickinson where we serve hot grab-and-go or made-to-order breakfast and lunch. But we also do things like meal prep, um, family meals ready to go, catering, in-house parties, any kind, anything you need a chef for, we offer. Cool. Whenever you say made to order, does that mean if I show up and, and order, you'll make it? Or do I need to like call and order ahead? Like, hey, I want breakfast and lunch on these days. Y'all will customize it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so we, I work with people. I email them questions. And once mm-hmm. they answer them, I'll, I'll provide between 20 and 30 different options for them. Wow. As far as our meals go, the, the, uh, the meals that... Are in, they're in a BPA-free microwave-safe container. You just pop them in the microwave whenever you're ready for them. Um, but made to order, also breakfast and lunch, you can come in. And um, we offer all kinds of different vegetables as well as meats. So you can pretty much make your own taco or omelet or sandwich or anything that you'd like. That's cool. So let's say I have some health goals. Like I'm not really eating that much dairy mm-hmm. right now, right? So... If I, if I contacted you and said, hey, you know, I like to eat meat, I like to eat vegetables, I'm not really big on dairy right now, can you help me out? I want to lose weight or I want to maintain. Is that something that people would would ask you to do? Absolutely. And actually, two of the meals that I brought are both dairy-free. I have a uh, butternut squash soup that has curried chicken, and it's made with coconut milk. And then What's the cod one? with the chimichurri is also dairy-free. Um, the, the cod is more of the mediterranean diet style so you have legumes in there that are freshly prepared with the other vegetables and the fish and um the butternut squash soup really falls in line with a lot of different diets Mm -hmm. but i i love to cook for people real food um as much grown from the ground as possible and um you know give them fresh options that taste good but are good for them okay somebody has a question this is miss tina woods who is uh living in dickinson i know her and her son actually works here as well but she said where are you located in dickinson i'm actually uh, at the corners of 646 and 517 i'm inside the chevron there that's at that intersection okay 646 and 517 there's also oh yeah yeah, yeah. subway little caesars a barber shop Mm-hmm. right there in the same strip center. Okay, cool. So you can go in, and what kind of hours do you keep? Um, so we say that we open at 6 a.m., but I'm ready to serve by 4.30 every morning because there is a lot <laughs> of uh, people that come through either heading to work um, at the plants in mm-hmm. Baytown or Texas City or just have early mornings as well. So we're ready to serve by 4.30 every morning, and we serve lunch until 2 or whenever we sell out of the specials, which happens. Okay, so I noticed we went to our mobile cam, <laughs> and Ethan, Ethan's eyes are rolling in the back of his head as he eats that chicken fried egg sandwich. <laughs> Ethan, how is it over there? Can you even talk right now? <laughs> that looks good. He's over there. <laughs> That's good stuff, as I'm a little bit behind on the stream as I watch. It's 10.08 a.m. We're talking to Melissa from Missy's Meals. You open and are ready to serve at 4.30 a.m. What time do you get there? 
Um, between 2.30 and 3. What time do you go to sleep? And Are you about to go to as bed? As soon as I put my kids to bed. So my kids usually go to bed between 7.30 and 8, and I'm right after them. Man. So, okay. So we, we talked about this a little bit on our Facebook stream, but we haven't mentioned it on the FM. So can you kind of share, I guess, a little bit about your background? You know, how did you get into cooking? Why did you get into cooking? Why cooking? Um, well... I grew up in Galveston, and my parents actually met at a restaurant, mm -hmm. and uh, they both worked at Guido's, and I've always been around food. I started working in restaurants when I was 13. Doing what, though? Um, so when I was 13, I worked at the uh, the Little League Fields down in Galveston mm -hmm. in the concession stand, so learning how to make all the unhealthy food. Yeah, the nacho cheese, <laughs> nachos, hot dogs, French chili. Fries, hot dogs, yeah, absolutely. Snow cones. And then, yeah, and then over the years, I've worked in restaurants all over the place, um, from everything, hostess to bartender, waiter, manager. What's been the most fun position that you've had so far? Um, probably being a chef for the Astros. That, that sounds yeah. legit. Like, uh, very hard work. So a lot of times it's seven hours a day, 18 hours, mm -hmm. or seven days a week, 18 hours a day, but well worth it. What I mean, era Astros? Like around what years were that? Um, so I left the Astros for good four years ago. I okay. Believe. Yeah. So, um, and I worked there for 10 years. Wow. So before. You know, so maybe, maybe this is the wrong time to bring this up, but we know people who like work for the Astros and I guess after the, the World Series, they gave every one of their staff members a... Yeah, I wasn't there. No, it's like, what happened? It was a $250,000 yeah. bonus. Wouldn't you just imagine, like, hey, here's $250,000. Some of them getting, like, the, the rings yeah. if you're on, you know, some of the staff and all that. It's just like, man. Dang. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> well. But when I was there, um, I, I did get to do a lot of really neat positions. Uh, I ran the suites food for a long time and then when we opened the insperity club that was my baby I, I ran the diamond club the insperity club and then fed the press and players every day so i've eaten in the insperity club before and it's always really good and i would see some of the players family members that's where they would be mm -hmm. you know like because people are always like oh the diamond club the diamond which is phenomenal and in, in either one if you ever have the opportunity have kurt buy you some tickets and go right <laughs> right but yeah it's it's Top of the line food. It's really well done. Very classy, uh, you know, by a good organization. And so you were kind of uh, a part of that. Yes, I was the chef that ran all of that. And and also something that people don't really know is there at Minute Maid, it's one of the largest catering spaces in all of Houston. So every single day of the year, we would have caterings. Anything really? from small, intimate weddings to parties where people would lay down wood floors over the entire baseball field and have humongous. Wow. Parties, yeah. I saw next year they're going to have one of uh, WWE's main wrestling attractions there at Minute Maid, which I really? thought was interesting because usually it's at Toyota Center, mm -hmm. some of the, the wrestling stuff. But I was like, well, that's, that's cool. I think Elton John had a concert there and maybe Taylor Swift but because usually you see concerts at the other venues, but Minute Maid is set up to do those, those things as well. Yes. So there's always something going on. So the food needs to come out almost every day. Yes. <laughs> I just want to be able to fly my drone over Minute Maid Park. Dang. Yeah, good luck. MLB. Yeah, They're good the luck. They're the only one. Like, I can fly over NBA stadiums, but they will not let you fly over MLB stadiums. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. So we're talking to Melissa. She's located in Dickinson, Texas at 750 FM, 517 West. If you want to get some breakfast, she's going to be there. She's going to beat you. What time are you there going to uh, open it up again? 
I'm ready to serve by 4.30 every morning. Do you have any grab-and-go breakfast ready to go? All the time. So we do bacon, egg, and cheese, sausage, egg, and cheese, chorizo, egg, and cheese, potato, pulled pork, brisket, and then we do daily specials. There's a different special every day. Oh, cool. We also have sandwiches, grab-and-go, our hand-breaded chicken fried steak, a crispy chicken, bacon, sausage, turkey. You know what I was going to say? The cool thing about... You brought a food in today, and I just had the, the quesadilla, and... The, the crazy thing for me was that I ate it, and it was still warm. Well, and you were out there for, like, 15 minutes, you know? Like, Ethan, it's not like you were out there in the putting it in the microwave before you, before you walked in, right? No, Ethan's we almost grilled done. it right before I came. Well, that's just you were saying. You're like, hope it's not soggy. Yeah. But I don't think it was. I picked it up, and I'm like, wow, these are really hot, and Ethan's over there enjoying it. How much can you hold up what you have left? <laughs> that's a big sandwich man this thing is delicious right so the edges are like a 10 all right out of 10 of course and then you get to the center and it's like kind of fluffy and oh man it's just so good i think we just created like a food connoisseur like the description was way better than i could we ever just do won't ever tell his mom he's like mm, so today i had a chicken breast and, and ethan, bread you had a what and you eggs. had bread today ethan's mom's a dietitian and he's just, <laughs> your mom's okay with this right Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not watching. <laughs> okay, not. It's 1013. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. We had Dr. Aaron Chapa in the first hour, and we are excited to have him on every Tuesday talking about health and nutrition. Right now, we have Melissa in from Missy's Meals. We're going to keep talking until about 11 o'clock. Kickstart's going to be going on today. I am excited. Uh, so I want to hear more about your story. So you worked for the Astros for 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, working in different uh, Insperity Club, Diamond Club, just, you know, being a chef, making it happen every day, right? Yes. So after that, you decide to leave, you want to open your own catering, or or how does that go? Well, when the Astros would be out of town and I had a little bit more free time, I would go into people's homes and Mm -hmm. cook for them a whole month's worth of meals, three weeks worth of meals, whatever that they ordered. And um, after about six months of doing that, I got so busy just by word of mouth that I had to find a commercial kitchen that I could rent um, to, to go in at least a couple days a week to make very large amounts of meals for people Um, and that led me into the farmers markets and at one time i was doing six different farmers markets all around houston from kingwood out to near katy the rice university farmers market i used to be at every tuesday clear lake shores and i would sell my meals that that i brought for y'all to see Um, and just five meals a week and sell out and then I needed a storefront to be able to prepare more. So I opened my first place in Santa Fe and was there for a couple of years. And I've been in Dickinson for almost three years now. What's the response like from people when they show up and they eat the meals that you have ready for them? Um, I, I always get emails of people thanking me, um, you know, that they, they've been ordered by doctors or, or they're working with a personal trainer and they have no time to make the meals themselves or they just don't know how. Right. So uh, people are always very grateful that I can make meals specifically for them. I mean, I have one client that has 27 different food allergies. So What? Yes. So to, for her to be able to eat and not worry about you know anything giving her a reaction she's always been grateful yeah yeah i have a question has jose altuve ever tried one of these breakfast tacos because <laughs> that's what i need to know like is this something that jose altuve has tried you know actually we used to do an omelet station in the their uh locker room on sunday games oh, that's so, cool 
They'd yeah. all customize it, just be like, I want yeah. this, this, and this. Yeah, we'd have about 18 different ingredients for them to choose from and make the omelets right there for them so that they'd get a, a good powerhouse breakfast yeah. before Sometimes a Sunday game. When I'm in a situation like that, I get overwhelmed and I make really bad decisions. <laughs> like, it's better left to an expert, <laughs> a chef, because I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead and... There's fruit. I like fruit. You know, throw the fruit and the cheese and the tomatoes and the mushrooms and sour. I, I don't know. It's just too much for me, you know, and I'm like, I'd rather just be like, I want that. And the picture looks good. Make it please just like that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm looking at the ingredients in this uh, Missy's meals that you have in front of me. This is a pre prepped meal that you can throw in the microwave. It says for two to two and a half minutes. It's got cod, carrot, beans, herbs, onions, garlic. Never had cod before. It's good. Oh, it's so I don't good. think I've ever had cod. I think it's one of the more healthier fish it options. It is, and it's it's more of a meaty. You know, some fish is like very flaky and mm-hmm. and small. Cod is thick and just. I mean, it's it tastes delicious. And with that chimichurri sauce on top of there, it just adds to the flavor of the fish. You know, usually when you go to a, a restaurant. And if they have caught on the menu, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Or like if you're at HEB or the grocery store and you're buying it, I think, is that is that the case? It's like, it's, it's like a better fish or a nicer fish? It's just, it's more, a, a little more expensive than, yeah. than some of the others. So. I know people like The Rock, you know, the the, rest, the wrestler and actor, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's just like, I eat 10 cod a day, you know, wow. and eggs or something. Not, <laughs> not really 10 cod, but you know what I mean? He just eats a lot of cod. Yeah. But it's, it's high in, in everything that your body needs to look like The Rock. <laughs> So there's that. You eat enough of those, Kurt, you may look like The Rock. Might. This is awesome. I, I'm interested to try this. So when we're talking about these kind of meals, can you buy like an entire week at a time? Can you? Most of my customers do prefer to do that. So um, even though I close by two for, for lunch, uh, the storefront itself is actually open 24 hours a day. Hmm. So I email my customers as soon as their meals are ready for pickup, and it's always at their earliest convenience. So they can come in at midnight if that's when they get off and pick up their meals. We usually have them ready same day or next day, depending on the the. Uh, size of the order, but people can pick up seven days a week, 24 hours a day once they've placed their order. So you don't have to come and pick it up on like a Monday. No. Nope. You can order anytime and come and pick it up. Yes. And some people will give me their full order, but they say, give me days Sunday through Wednesday on Sunday and then Thursday oh, through Saturday. I'll so pick m- up on Thursday. It's more fresh. Yes. So yeah, you'll get, pick up the first half of the order and then you pick up the other one. Because sometimes... I'll just throw my wife, not under the bus, but just put some laundry out there. Like, <laughs> you know, if there's something sitting in the fridge, you know, she may eat it like one day, two days, probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like whenever there's something, okay, like this is for today's and tomorrow's food. And then to have it, okay, this is for today and tomorrow's food. And to have it more fresh because there's like five and, it, and it's sitting in there and she's just like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just certain people are certain ways about food. Me? I'll eat something like two weeks before I got married. Didn't matter. Pick this out the trash can. Eat it. It's so good, <laughs> two right? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks old. I, I cooked this two weeks ago. I still do that. <laughs> yeah. You're not married yet. I no. Wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> as long as it doesn't smell bad and there's nothing growing on the end. Oh, mold never hurt anybody. Yeah. Immune system, right? Yeah. So whenever you're cooking all the time, right? You're cooking all the time. What is your like go-to that you enjoy cooking? Is there something that's just was like, oh, I love cooking this item or is it just depend? I love cooking everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, what I about just, eating? Um, so I have actually adapted more of a pescatarian diet lately. Like mm-hmm. I will still eat meat and I love brisket and I, you know, and I, and I work hard to smoke it for as long as I do. So of course 
I'll eat a little bit of that, but I eat more vegetables and legumes and seafood. Mostly. What's legumes? Uh, beans. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. What is the best item that you have ever cooked in your entire life that you're like, this is my signature dish? Mm. Or is it a style of food? So my family is actually from Syria, so I love all kinds of Mediterranean style food. Um, but if I had to pick a favorite, I would say like a surf and turf. I, I got a new sous vide machine. So I recently did fillets that were sous vide for 12 hours and then just grilled and then topped it with cod, like what you have over there, and a fresh vegetable saute and potatoes. And that was absolutely delicious. I do have to say this. Ethan looks like he's about to take a quick nap real quick. <laughs> he's Does, like, look at him. He's like, smiles. Does your food sometimes have that effect? Ethan, can you mention one more time, like, what you ate? I ate, I don't even know what it was. It was, <laughs> it was a chicken fried steak sandwich with egg and cheese. And Texas toast, big was, old Texas toast on it there. Was, oh, yeah. that. Yeah. It's the one time Ethan's been able to eat this week. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Not, not vegetables. Out. Yeah, I, well, I look over there, um, and Ethan's kind of just like, he has this smile on his face and this grin, and he's he just, just kind of like, like chilling. <laughs> it makes him feel good, right? Oh, yeah, that was Yeah, the chicken fantastic. fried steak can definitely make you a little sleepy. We also do a loaded <laughs> burrito that I, I have some customers that will come in and get two every morning. And, I mean, it's a huge 12-inch tortilla that's got bacon and chorizo and sausage and egg and potato and cheese and... I wouldn't even be able to eat one of them, but mm. some some people eat two, and I ask them, "Do you have to take a nap while you're at work?" Because I like, would yes. think so. <laughs> I take a nap every day at work. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah, just to get through. You know, it's ten oh, yeah. twenty two right now. This is KHEA Radio dot com ninety nine point five FM. We have Melissa in with Missy's Meals located in Dickinson, Texas. How can somebody find you on social media or on the internet? Uh, you just simply type in missy's meals on facebook we do everything through there we release our weekly menus with specials um update different pictures if we're cooking something new and you want some of it we put it on there and then uh connect with all of our customers through there what's the best way to order your meals um missy's meals at gmail.com so you once you get the menu you see what's going on you kind of place your order in there through the the uh, email list yes and a lot of my customers it's personalized so I'll, I'll ask them a few questions about allergies food that they wouldn't touch if it's on their plate favorite mm -hmm. foods to incorporate and then i'll develop between 20 and 30 choices for wow. them um, email it to them and some people just wor work their way down the list and try out all the different ones that we'll offer yeah something dr chop has, has mentioned to us before that People only have so many meals that they eat, mm -hmm. you know, because maybe their skill or their mom cooked it or they only have a couple places they go out to eat. So you may only eat a handful of meals over and over and over for the rest of your life. So if I saw a list of 20 to 30 items, it seems like it was almost be overwhelming, but like willing to try like, hey, why not? Because you may find something you don't like. Do you ever find that? People are like, I don't know if I'm a fan of this. So I had one customer just last week. Um, I did a lamb event and she said, oh, I've always wanted to try lamb. Can you make me something with it? And she told me, OK, I never want to try lamb again, <laughs> which I found that before. Lamb is a very um, it's a different taste than any other meat. And it's just off-putting to some people. Yeah. So. What is it closest to, if you had to compare it? Uh, the color of it is like beef. Okay. But it's got more of a gamey flavor. Like, you know how wild boar has a different flavor than regular pig. And, and like, when I 
cook wild boar. I choose to brine it for at least 24 hours. It kind of takes some of that gaminess out. But lamb has a, more of a gamey taste. Is that the gyro? Like a gyro yes. meat is the lamb. Yeah, mm. I like it. I do too. Yeah, one of our, our friends' uh, restaurants, Olympia Grill, they have, you know, like the gyro salads and the gyros yes. and, and all that as well. So I'm down for some lamb. I'm down for some lamb as well. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Kurt, what are you excited about about trying? Like, how about Mediterranean food? Have you had much Mediterranean food? And do you exactly know, like, what? So I don't know. If, does does Lebanese food count as Mediterranean food? It's very similar. Okay. So, yeah, I've had Lebanese food. My, my family's Lebanese. And so we actually do a kuba dish or a kibi, they call it. Some people call it. And it's really, really good. It's got lamb inside of it it's to die for. Well, there you go. Is My this considered Mediterranean food? Um, so there is a, it's a Mediterranean diet, which they do, you're allowed to have beans and whole grains, heavy on the, the fish, um, very light on the red meat. And so one of the dishes is the can, um, cannelli beans with the carrot saute. Okay, cool. But the chimichurri is not really Mediterranean. That comes from like south america but okay it tastes really good together so yeah i'm i'm never afraid to mix different you know like experiment Mex- mexican mixed with asian you know fusion yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool we're gonna take a quick break on the fm this is khea radio 99.5 fm stay tuned coming up next we have some zach williams survivor this is a kickstart we're gonna be on till 11 a.m we're talking to melissa from missy's meals Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is a facility that is dedicated to getting sick people well without the use of drugs and surgery. Every 10 pounds is a mile less your heart has to pump. We teach patients how to live better, be better, and stay better one bite at a time. I recommend the Living Well Clinic because it's life-changing. It's um, waking up and feeling great every morning and having enough energy throughout the day. Oh yeah. What we're going. What's up folks? Hey. What's up folks? Hey. How you doing? It's 10:26. Melissa said my food is so good. <laughs> my food is so good. I'm going to have to try it myself. <laughs> Could you walk us through what is in that quesadilla that you have right there? So it is chorizo, <laughs> egg and cheese. All right. And th- that's kind of like a a go-to like chorizo like for for Mexican breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Growing up, that was one of my favorites, chorizo and egg and chorizo and egg. We have um, people that that like to just make burritos with the chorizo and potatoes and egg. We'll make it any way you want it, though. Yeah. For whatever reason, I'm not really a big fan of potatoes. And I have gotten backlash from that before, but I'm not really a big fan of pasta either. I will eat it, and I love spaghetti. Like, growing up when my mom would cook it, but I'm more of a meat person like, okay, potatoes, that's just less meat that I'm going to be able to eat. <laughs> Pasta, that's just going to fill me up, and I could just have more meat, you know? Yes. Um, how do you feel about those? Are you just kind of like a balanced person? I know you mentioned being pescatarian, but... Um, I don't eat a whole lot of breads or pasta myself. Um, of course, I'll cook them for anyone that wants them, but mm-hmm. I, I love vegetables, and I love salads. I'm one of those weird people who could eat a salad twice a day, every yeah, day. That's cool. Comes in handy. But we, I do love potatoes. We know a local chef who does not really eat seafood, but works at 
a giant seafood restaurant <laughs> as like the executive chef. So there's that, which I always think is interesting. She's like, well, I know how to cook. I can still cook. And we always tell her, well, whenever you need those taste testers. Right. I'll do call it. Call us up. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. Is it a, a a connection issue for the social media for the yeah, it's, connector to our Wi-Fi maybe? I'll figure it out. Ashley, have a good day. Ashley's watching from Louisiana. She has a bakery over there. We love social media just because it helps us connect with people all over, literally the world. It's kind of funny to say that, but we'll have people that pop in from everywhere, like Ashley. And here's Mary commenting about your meals. She said, her meals are delicious, and she is extremely creative and fresh with the garden veggies and herbs. Is that Mary Bass? That is not. That's Mary Allison Wood. Oh, so she actually runs a community garden that I do uh, free classes for kids and parents. Mm-hmm. We, we call it Together at the Table. It's in League City, and when she started it, it was one raised bed, and now I think there's 30, and a citrus orchard with fig trees and grapefruit trees. So that's a community orchard. garden, or what is yeah, it exactly? Yeah, so everything that um, is grown there is donated to poverty-level families. Um, she works with interfaith caring ministries to, heard of them. to yes, donate yes. all that. And she also works with schools. She's implemented garden programs in the schools right around there. But um, once it gets warmer, we do once a month uh, a class there where we'll do a little bit with the food. And then the kids will go out into the garden and either pick or plant something. And then we incorporate that into what they eat. And I've had parents hug me <laughs> with tears saying, my kid has never eaten any vegetables and they just tried five different types. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's really, really neat to do. Was she the one who commented earlier that we said, hey, we should have her come in? Kurt, did you comment back to her? Was that her? I'm not sure. Okay. Ethan, was that you that commented back? To whom? Y'all aren't paying attention to anything we're talking about <laughs> over here, are y'all? Well, that's I'm great. Working. You're uh, that's great. Conversation. Thanks, guys. Working. Sorry. <laughs> I appreciate it. Anyways, uh, right now it's 1030. This song has three minutes and 50 seconds left in it, and we're going to go on the FM as well. If you have any questions or comments you're watching on social media, I know you can't see me right now because my camera switcher guy isn't. Boom, I'm back. I'm back. This is me. This is what I look like. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys are having a good day today. And let us know if you have any questions. We appreciate y'all taking the time to tune in. I'm going to take a bite of this taco because I am excited. I wanted to go live from our taco Facebook group just for a sec. And we can give a shout out. We have a taco Facebook group called Talk of Taco. Yeah, have you heard of our Talk of Taco group? Yes, we talked about <laughs> we, t- we talked about it um, the last time that I saw you guys at Dr. Chapa's event. Yes. So that's... Take a, here, we're going to do a live and... Real quick, live from Talk of Taco. And Facebook, y'all are going to get to see this too. So Double live? <laughs> it's a live. It's an inception. What's up, Taco fam? Guess what? We're doing some kickstart this morning, but we also had Melissa from Missy's Mills bring in some breakfast tacos. So I wanted to be able to share just this bite it feels like inception. with you guys. <laughs> this live is inception. inception. So what ex- what what's exactly <clears throat> in this? It is uh, smoked pulled pork, egg, and cheese. That's good. That's really good. The smoke. How long did you smoke that? 12 hours. So 12 hours smoking. I just wanted to say what's up and show y'all 
this delicious breakfast taco. All right, guys. Y'all have a good day. This is really good. You also managed an Astros page? Um, it. I don't know how to get it off of there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so posting this in the Astros page. Can I do it? What is, what is probably, the page? Uh, it's the Union Station. Um, once once they got a new owner, the owner had me open Astros Union Station Cafe, which was right below where the actual Astros employees were. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did breakfast and lunch there so that they wouldn't have to leave Minute Maid if they didn't choose to. I will not post it in that page. <laughs> I don't want you to get into trouble. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So you can actually tune along. Let's see. Okay. So that's how you can get a hold of Melissa. <clears throat> and we have a minute 27 left. Kurt got it figured out. I had to connect her to the internet. To the so Wi-Fi the 4G here. 4G did not like that. <laughs> it was a... Uh, Dang, how was the... Th- did you finish the taco already? There's oh, another man. one. You ate that taco so fast. I, did, I only took oh. a couple bites. Oh, so okay. I, thought, I was like, where is it? But thank you for believing in me. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. It, have <clears throat> you posted in the Taco Taco group? I haven't yet. you got to post those tacos okay. in there. I will. Every day, just be like, <laughs> we, we got tacos. new tacos. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, people are like, some of the talk groups, like Talk of Leak City, Talk of Tech City, they're like, no, you know, advertising, you know, it's on Monday. People don't like it. Hey, if you're selling tacos, post all the They got to be good tacos, which I can vouch for these. These are good breakfast tacos. Then please post on our Talk of Taco group. That's what we want to share with people. Everything that our area has to offer whenever it comes to tacos. Mm-hmm. My kids say they can eat tacos every day. They need to join our, gr- our group, too. <laughs> Well, if they're going to bed at 7, they're probably pretty young still, huh? 8 and 10. Okay. Wait, 8-year-olds like, going to bed at 7? Yes. I try and have my son in bed like uh, 7.30 before 8 o'clock. Dude, kids need sleep. My daughter will sleep 10 hours, and oh. she's still sleepy. For real. Yeah. Mine too. We got five seconds. Here we go. FM. K-H-E-A. Lamarck. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have Melissa from Missy's Meals in studio talking about food, food prep, delicious food. I just had a, a couple of bites of some breakfast tacos. Can you kind of explain to me what was in those tacos and how did you get them so good? It uh, is smoked pulled pork, egg, and cheese. And I think one of the secrets about our tacos is we do not ever buy liquid egg. Mm-hmm. So we crack all of our eggs every morning and whisk them up with a little bit of milk and um, house-made seasoning. So That's awesome. How long does it take you to, to, to do that brisket? Like, it's a or sorry, the pulled well, pork. Well, I do brisket and pulled pork, and they're, they both stay on for 12 hours. So so you start the night before? Um, I I smoke at least two days a week to, to be able to have all of the brisket and pulled pork we need for breakfast and lunch. Cool. And you have that smoker inside of your, your shop. No, it's an outdoor smoker. It's a Bucky's smoker. That's oh, what's up. Yeah. Shout out to um, we, we lost our house in Harvey, and that was one of the first things that I wanted to replace was our smoker. So I went a little bit bigger and got um, a little bit of a larger one that can fit a whole bunch of meat on it. So do you live in Dickinson as well? I do. I'm, I'm actually two minutes away from my storefront. It's awesome. So if I needed something like right now and be like, hey, <laughs> I need to come and pick up something. You're like, I got you. Yes. <laughs> hey, so uh, Jennifer Fuller just got on. She said, OMG, Melissa Huerta, I love you. 
so she loves you. <laughs> and I have to say, Jennifer, I think everybody in this room loves you too. Yes. And I commented back and said, we need her to come on soon so she can talk about the Bay Area Houston Food Lovers event that's taking place March 3rd over there at Pinnacle Park in front of Cabela's and Little Bellamia's. Little Cabellamia's. Yeah, Perry Brooks is coming in on the 28th. Have you had like any of... Have you heard of Perry Brooks? Three BQ. Three BQ. No, it. I haven't. Oh, his briskets are really, really good. Like the the outer skin. What's it called? It's not the skin. It's the. It's not uh, called the skin. I'm gonna let you work on this one. He's from Nebraska. <laughs> but but Perry, he said the secrets in the meat. You know, yes. and then you know smoking it. So he gets his his meat from a local uh, meat vendor. You know, here in town and. Is there a secret whenever it comes to, you know, pulled pork and brisket? Like, is it how long you smoke it, how you smoke it, temperature, So I the think meat? Um, my secret's in my rub, A, mm -hmm. and then how long I leave it um, just open and then wrapped in foil. So I, I do six hours um, just right on the pit and then wrap it, and it goes for six more hours in the foil, which allows all the juices to stay concentrated in the meat where did you learn how to do some like some of that like um so i have two different uncles that do competition barbecue and one went to like barbecue college for it that's um, cool i i love doing cooking competitions it's just fun for me we've been doing the wild game cook-off down in galveston for yagas for i think we got a trophy two years ago for doing it for 10 years so so we've been doing it for 12 years now and um so I've just kind of learned through them and YouTube videos. Some yeah. Of it. Yeah. I've done that whenever it comes to smoking meat. I was like, okay, I bought a, I bought a smoker. What next? You know, and then you see different things and you kind of find something that works for, for you. You have a smoker? I do. How come you never smoke meat for us? Because I did for like the first year and then I realized everybody in the whole world did it better than I did. <laughs> And so, so I, I didn't like the second year, year two, I was just like, I, I don't know. And then cleaning it properly, yes. I was like, I don't know how to clean. And now I'm trying, I'm scrubbing and I'm, is this too hard? I don't know what I'm doing. I need some help from, from the pros. And this is the kind of help I need whenever they just bring it in already wrapped up <laughs> with egg and cheese and everything else. It helps me out tremendously. Well, so um, I, I, oh, I had a, a question. Oh yeah. So competitions. Have you ever been to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo Cook-Off, Barbecue yes. Cook-Off? Yes. My, one of my uncles uh, did it for probably six years, so we would go up there for the the competition yeah. day. Yeah. We are actually going to be live on location. Well, I guess we're still pending approval from the Houston Livestock Rodeo. They texted or they emailed yesterday, but um, we're trying to do our entire morning show Friday from the cook-off. The, the barbecue cook-off from uh, Texas Pissed Off Barbecue is going to be there. Um, what should we expect? Um, wear comfortable shoes because <laughs> it is a ton of walking. Um, and as long as you have a tent that you'll be in, you're fine. I feel like people go to the cook-off thinking that they can just walk into any yeah. tent. And it's not like that. You mm -hmm. have to have you have to be invited. And, you know, they have certain wristbands for certain tents. Um, but it's it's always a lot of fun. I mean, you get to taste food from all kinds of different people if if you're within that circle, which I'm sure y'all will be. Well, we're gonna try. Show, yeah, we're gonna just pop up, and people are like, "What are you doing here? Y'all need to leave." And we'll just be like, "Okay, bye." But, <laughs> but no, we that's the plan. To... <laughs> yeah, so we're excited to to be out there on on Friday. That's the plan, unless something changes. And if that's the case, we're gonna find somewhere else to go mobile because we already have our hearts set on it. So maybe you have a place and you're watching and say, "Hey, go here." 
Yeah, we want to be in Houston. Oh, so well, that's... you have to do the cook-off. If, you, if y'all have never gone, you should definitely No, we've it. never been. So uh, Jennifer Fuller, she brought something up. She said, Melissa will be doing a kids' cooking demo at the market. Can you share about that? Yes. Yeah, so um, in all the years that I was in farmer's markets, um, we would do, especially at Rice University, we would do these chef's baskets. So I would go around to all the different vendors mm-hmm. and pick this vegetable and this meat and this goat cheese and then create something with it. So that's kind of what we're going to do there, whatever is available. Um, we'll do a, a cooking demo so that people know, like, they can go get those greens and yeah. cook it this way, you know, with this olive oil. So that's what we'll be doing, something that's kid-friendly, um, that they'll want to be interested in, you know, so that their parents can buy whatever they need. That's cool. And just encouraging people to purchase um ingredients there at the market i did the same thing uh, at galveston farmers market last sunday and i'll be going down for some of their thursday and sunday events they have a great market down there teaching is not the easiest thing to do no (laughs) you know and then teaching kids sometimes is i mean adults as well but teaching just in general do you think that anybody can learn to cook i do Mm -hmm. i do i think that there's um steps that anyone can take to you know learn knife skills so they feel comfortable cutting into any kind of vegetable um there's ways that you can learn to cook by sauteing or broiling or poaching that may seem daunting but if you have the right instruction it's not so hard at all you know if somebody has a a mindset i guess that needs to be changed like i can't cook i can't cook it's more of a confidence thing like you were mentioning, if you're comfortable with the knife, you're comfortable with what does what ingredient-wise, then that helps a lot. Yes. Okay. So um, have you done a lot of teaching? Like, And do you mainly focus on kids, or have you done, like, adult classes No, as well? I've done adult classes. Um, I actually, like, some of my favorite catering-type parties are when there's a group of ladies or there's a group of men that want to get together and they want to learn how to do a certain thing. Um, There's a group of photographers that I've been doing um, a beach house dinner for the past three years with them. And they pick a new, uh, they pick a different menu each time and everybody kind of helps in one part or another of the preparing of the meal. And then of course everybody gets to enjoy it. That's cool. You know, before Valentine's Day, do people reach out to you and be like, I need to make something or, hey, help me fake fake something. Looks like I cooked it. Like what do people do? We've even done that to where someone said, can can you I, I had posted one time about the sous vide and how it just makes the meat so tender mm-hmm. and that i like to get it from stone cold meats and it just makes it awesome and so i actually had a couple different people that asked me to sous vide the meat and then they get it to them then they just put it in a pan to grill it and then it yeah. looks like they've you know worked so hard on it and it just cuts like butter do you get stuff often from stone cold meats i love stone cold meat. that's where perry brooks from 3bq gets his his yeah, like a, yeah, he said that that's kind of his secret. It's the quality of the meat. Yeah. And we've talked to Arnold from Texas Pit Stop, who's going to be the one on the competition team mm-hmm. in, in uh, Houston. He said it's a lot of it is the meat, you yeah. know, that you almost have grades yes. of, of brisket, and it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. My you, uncle that went to the barbecue college, he he swears by it's one place online that he gets it, and it's prime brisket. I wouldn't even want to know how much it costs. Right. But, I mean, he's won first place in a lot of different competitions. So, how much can you share more about barbecue college? I'm very interested in that. Like, how, how that is a thing. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, um, I think some some of it is online. You can do it online, but they actually went for, uh, I think it was three weeks that they went 
to the location and had classes every day mm-hmm. and just learned more about it. That's cool. Joanna Padilla says, Stone Cold Meats are great. We haven't been yet. Um, no, we haven't. We need to go. Oh, you need to go. Yeah, we had them scheduled to come in, and then they had a. They were not open that long, and they had an issue or something with the electricity. And it's like, hey, you know, being a small business, sometimes I'm like, you know, maintenance, I'm yeah. finances, I'm everything. working everything. <laughs> so they had to change change it up, and we understood. And uh, then we were going to go back, but then our our good friend Joe Perez, we're actually going to go meet Jennifer Fuller there. But then uh, Joe Perez was about he had was about to drop a video and so we didn't want to do anything that would uh you know encroach on anything right before he was about to drop it but it looks great so we saw his video but we need to get back over there yeah they have a um it's called a pizzatarian sausage and it was one of the brothers it was his idea mm-hmm. and i said well what in the world is pizzatarian and he said well you know there's vegetarians and pescatarians and this is for pizza who for people who could live off pizza and when you cut into the sausage it was like a supreme pizza but with no bread so it had olives and tomatoes and bell peppers and onions and garlic inside of the sausage it was absolutely amazing so that's something they came up with Yes. I've never heard that before. Yes. They also, for Super Bowl, we got um, Ring of Fire was a sausage that they did. And they put um, ghost pepper, like dried ghost peppers in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was some of the spiciest stuff I've ever <laughs> Do had. Do you like spicy food, Ethan? Oh, I love spicy food. Ethan <laughs> just woke up at, from his nap when you said that. He was like, wait, Chicken spicy food? Chicken fried steak, spicy food. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ethan, you need to have a quesadilla with some of that uh, tomato habanero salsa. You want some? Is it spicy? Mm, that's spicy. Which, so which one, the, the green or red? This habanero. That one has habanero. Do you want to try it, Ethan? I don't know. Are you I'm, full? I'm, so, <laughs> I'm kind of full from the... Chicken fried steak. <laughs> Ethan will be working this afternoon, I believe, so he'll be able to to chow down on some of this in the afternoon for that snack. Who, who needs lunch right. now? Right? That's for sure. I'm just saying for that afternoon snack, we we tend to have like lunch, second lunch, third lunch. You know, sometimes that happens, but you know, it feels good. It feels good, and, and Ethan is is looking good as as y'all are about to see. Um, Ethan, can you kind of describe that sandwich one more time for the people who maybe are just tuning in? Okay, so the edges of the sandwich were like a 10 out of 10, right? Okay, best thing oh, yeah. ever, right? Okay, <laughs> and as you get to the center of the sandwich, it's so fluffy, like the egg and the, the toast and, oh, and and the cheese is just melted over all of it, and it's just whew, delicious. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you for being our, uh, our, our mouth and eyes and ears and just experiencing that for us. Would you recommend that sandwich? Oh, absolutely. Anybody who anybody who can try it, I'm I'm going to warn you first. You might have to take a nap afterwards. Okay, it is it is that good. It is filling. It is oof. <laughs> Melissa, is that something that somebody will have to order or is that something that we is We always have our chicken fried steak ready to go. So we do it with the egg for breakfast and then um, without the egg for lunch. And some people like to add different cheeses or jalapenos or bacon and we're always happy to make it however they'd like what are other popular items that you'll just always keep in like ready to go um our beef picadillo tacos for lunch are delicious um we do a a a lean ground beef with tomatoes onions jalapenos cilantro garlic um cook down and then make it fresh when they order it Mm -hmm. and we have corn tortillas and flour so that no matter how you like it we'll Make it to make it happy. So uh, a couple more questions. And this one's more about like losing weight and getting in shape and and eating right. 
a lot of people have have found that the keto lifestyle or diet has worked for them. And uh, is that something that you have been able to work with people with? Yes. Um, <clears throat> I, honestly, I don't honest. I, I do not agree with it mm-hmm. too much. Um, I, I don't think it's very healthy to eat bacon with every meal. Right. And I, I, I believe that the studies are now coming out after, you know, a year or two. And the cardiovascular surgeons are warning against it. Right. You know, that type of thing. But I'm happy to cook whatever someone wants or needs. So I do have a lot of customers that eat keto um, and I'll prepare for them breakfast, lunch and dinner if, if they'd like it. Um, and then there's there's a lot of other diets that I feel like large amounts of people go to. Like paleo is pretty popular. The Mediterranean yeah. diet is very popular. I just I encourage people if they're wanting to eat well, feel better, you know, it's about balance. You have mm-hmm. to get fruits and vegetables and try to have lean meats and as much things that grow from the ground, you know. Yeah. That I think that's that's the best way to eat. So let's say, you know, I go in there, I'm six foot tall, I'm 180 pounds, and I'm like, I wanna I wanna lose weight or I wanna lose fat. Can you help me? What do you recommend? Is that kind of advice that you'd be able to give and like yeah, kind of I mean, create something based on my height and needs and what yeah, I want? Yeah, definitely. So I, I ask a, a series of questions to new customers um, and by their answers about their allergies, likes, dislikes, um, goals. And a lot of them work with personal trainers that are telling them like, you need to cut the carbs. You need <clears throat> to do lean meat. Yeah. By their answers, I'm able to develop 20 to 30 choices for them and um and most people that are wanting to lose weight and are working out they need the the lean meats and they need no processed food you know so so none of the pastas and anything out of a box you know just mostly um your proteins your meats yes eggs yes and and vegetables Mm mm-hmm that sounds like my, that's what I want, but it's hard to, to make it happen. You know, you can see meal plans on the internet, go meet with the personal trainer and they say, Hey, this is what you need to do. I look at it and it's like, okay, I got to eat six or eight small meals a day, you know, like a cup of rice and this and that. I'm like, when will I have time? I don't even know how to cook this and make it taste good. One time, how am I supposed to eat it every day for like this long? And that's whenever someone like you, who's a professional can come in and help. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Have, have you been helping people like that? Um, you know, for even like as long as you've been in business? Yes. That's cool. Yeah. That So my very first customer um, had found out that he was diabetic and his wife and him, they ate out all the time. They didn't know how to cook. So that was my very first customer that I would drive all the way out to Fulcher and make a month's worth of meals for them in the freezer, in the fridge, all with labels on them so that they knew they just pulled them out and popped them in the <clears> microwave. <throat> Yeah, we haven't talked too much about costs, and we usually don't do that on the FM, but could you kind of give, like, a range? Like, what are we looking at, like, on a, on a meal basis? Like, one, and then, like, if you're looking at doing something for a week or like some so kind of package. So, we try to keep the prices uh, very reasonable. Um, it, it's actually cheaper if you do the meals that have two portions in them rather than the one portion because it's the same container, and mm-hmm. the container costs me just as much. So, yeah. Um, but I keep the meals between eight and fourteen dollars, mm-hmm. and of course the fourteen end would be like the fish that is a little more expensive, or some people want wild game or steaks, um, so those will get up there. But 
eight to ten is what we try to stay under for the the meals. That's cool. What if somebody goes hunting and they have their own their own meat? Is that something that you would work with them with? Yes, absolutely. I have um, a lot of hunters that will bring me ground um, deer after they've brought it home and they want meals. So then I just charge them for the prep and you know whatever whatever uh, like any vegetables or anything that I put in there with it. Kurt, how how are you doing over there? I know you're you're being quiet right now. You're pretty particular whenever it comes to food, but you have likes and dislikes, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was thinking like just what I could ask her to make, like even like a vegan mac and cheese or anything like that would be cool. Yeah, but you, what are the main things that you like and see if she could piece something together? Like kind of say, I like this, this, and this, and maybe she'll like put a dish together in her head and see. Cheese, cheese. Cheese and cheese. Where are you from? I'm from Nebraska. Okay. I'm not from Wisconsin. Not Wisconsin. No, but I still love cheese. 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 Do you so, like all kinds of cheese? Cheese. Mainly American. Mainly American's the best kind he's of cheese. A, he's a cheese knob. And I like Munster cheese. Munster's my favorite che- kind of cheese. You don't know what Munster is. You're looking at me weird. Like it's I've heard Ad- it before, but I don't know. Like off the top of my head, like mm, this is Munster cheese. Yeah. Oh, Cabot makes the best Munster cheese ever. You guys don't know what Cabot cheese is. And- I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, good. <sighs> so, a you know, there. wine and cheese has always been a thing, but for the past, I don't know, I'd say 10 years now, I've been doing um, beer and cheese pairings. Mm-hmm. So um, I do contract work for Silver Eagle Distributors, which they do all the, the beer in Houston over to San Antonio. And over the years i've probably created a thousand different recipes using beer as an ingredient yeah and that has become more and more popular wow yeah that's cool kurt you got to come up with some more ingredients like i I know you said cheese (laughs) but i'm just thinking like cheese and what cheese and cheese no cheese you gotta eat noodles cheese Cheese and and hot dogs (laughs) okay never mind i see that you are you're not it's like banging i'm beating a dead horse over here literally on the top of the head we saw we did a heart thing uh a noise thing to watch Kurt's heartbeat and we saw it was like skipping beats and doing all kinds of stuff and it may be too much cheese that could be but uh, I'm not sure I'm not I told someone the other day that if they said Kurt you're allergic to cheese you can't eat this ever again I don't know I might have to just end it there like that (laughs) might be I don't know if I could live doesn't Dr. Choppa say that like every week (laughs) I don't listen to yeah (laughs) wow (laughs) If a real no. <laughs> wow. So it's 1054. This is KHEA Radio.com 99.5 FM. Feel free to tag Dr. Choppa now. Go ahead and share this out so we, I can uh, capture this sound by what time is it? Yeah, 1054. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and say, uh, just just make sure he sees that moment. I don't know. We're about out of time. Could you share with us one more time, Melissa, the name of your business, where you're located, how to get a hold of you? Uh, we're Missy's Meals Personal Chef Services. Uh, we're located at 750 FM 517 West. We're at the intersection of 646 and 517, located in the Chevron there in Dickinson. And you can find me on Facebook, Missy's Meals. Is that your nickname or is that named after somebody else? So my given name is Melissa, and I was called Missy until my mom married my stepdad, and he mm-hmm. had a dog named Missy. And then it changed. So they changed it to <laughs> Melissa. But I still have a lot of family that's always called me Missy. Yeah. So yeah, it's a nickname. What kind of dog was it? A cocker spaniel. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would be like, no. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, so we got a, a little bit of time left, Kurt. What do we have going on tomorrow? We have a, a packed week. I know Friday we're planning to get into the 
Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo cook-off, whether we have to jump over the fence, under the fence, or or sneak in. But we think we have the clear, but we want to make sure, especially when we get there like 6 a.m., we don't know who's going to be like guarding the gate. But we've talked, and we're just making sure we're trying to do it the right way. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to be talking about beauty, and uh, we're going to be beautiful salon and spa ah. and studio um, talking about beauty. And then we're also on Thursday going to be talking about your grass. Oh, yeah. Hippie fertilizing is coming in. Have you heard of hippie fertilizing? I haven't. He said well, no. Gordy loves his grass. Like, I, I, I literally green, have never heard someone talk so much about lawns and grass more than Gardy. Like, it literally drives me nuts. <laughs> Does it? A little bit. But like, you, I'm like, Well, what Gardy. kind of grass is it? Just like normal grass. You know, but I want it to be the greenest on my street. I want it to be, like, the thickest on the street. And I want it to, like, when somebody walks by, I want someone to be a little bit jealous of my grass. Like, how did he do that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why is, like, you look at the neighbors and it's kind of like, oh, it looks okay, but oh, my gosh. It's like a... The Garden of Eden, and it's so green. It's so deep and rich and, and beautiful. The grass is greener on Gardy's side. <laughs> That's what I want my neighbors to say when they see my yard, walking the dog, that the dogs will be, like, scared to, to even walk in it because they don't want to mess it up. I think we just found out how old you are. You're at least <laughs> 65. Get off my yard. <laughs> Get off my yard. Yeah. No, I, I, this is my birthday. Thank you, Mom. Said happy birthday. I'm 33 years old today. Oh, happy birthday. Wait. I am. I had to break the news. We're about out of time. <sighs> nobody's going to nobody's gonna remember that anyways. There's too, <laughs> there's too much stuff going on right now. But yeah, hippie fertilizing will be in on Thursday. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about beauty, and I'm excited to talk about that as well. Friday, we're going to be at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo one way or another. I'm going to be eating brisket. You may not even be, nobody's cooking brisket, but I'm going to bring my own. I'm going to figure out something. We're going to talk to Missy, be like, Missy, we just need to take, this is the best brisket in here. And we can just talk about that as well. Um, also, one more thing before we go, we have some toys in here. Kurt kind of brought some in. We've gone and, and bought some a couple times. So this is for the, the Birthday Joy program. If y'all have not heard of the Birthday Joy, what they do is they throw birthday parties for kids living in shelters, living in group homes, kids in, in foster care, kids who are not with their parents, with their family, because at this time, whatever reason, it's just not a good place for them. They go and throw birthday parties once a month at multiple locations. What we're asking you to do is to consider donating to the Birthday Joy program. You can go to their website, or you can also drop off stuff at a KHEA radio, things like toys, things like birthday party supply items, like plates. You can drop off balloons. You can drop off all kinds of stuff. Anything that you would need to have a birthday party drop it off because they will be able to use those. Also, if you own a business, you can consider donating your uh, your service. So let's say you know somebody or work at a trampoline trampoline park or something like that, or you work at a martial arts studio or y'all do something for a birthday party. It would be perfect. Consider doing that for the Birthday Joy program. It's a, it's a very cool thing that is taking place in our area, and we appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Also, Melissa, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for bringing us this delicious food. Very good. Thank you. Ethan's going to be uh, probably waking up here in a little bit and eat some more. Probably. <laughs> it's 1059. Hey, y'all have an awesome day. Be blessed. Still share this video out. We love you. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Coming up next is We Are Messengers. Maybe it's okay. Stay tuned. Text a friend, call a neighbor, tell them, listen, 99.5 FM, KHEARadio.com from anywhere in the world. Be blessed. Bye, guys. All right, Facebook, you be blessed. Love you guys. Have a good day.
Ethan. Wake up, Ethan. Up, Ethan. Up, Ethan. Up, Ethan. Up, Ethan. Up, Ethan. Up, Ethan.